Blog Talk Radio.
potholes and obstacles. I've fallen so many times. It forged character though and growth in my rhymes. Now when I fall, I'm older. Get up, smile, brush the dirt up on my shoulders. I used to do things the hard way. Today, I pray and listen to what God say. The path for my life is laid out for me. You can rest in peace, wreck me, carrying the torch on me. To all the people that got love for me, I push on and try to write our stories. These are the days for a constant building. Construct futures for all of our children. Make cash, make it last. You know how fast them days will pass in a flash. Stands in the hourglass, slip through your fingers cause you never got a grasp. Get a grip, get it straight, or else you let it slip and you never elevate right now. There's no time to waste, put your best foot forward and try to keep pace, push on. All my people, you got, got, got to push on. Built my foundation on the rock So when the winds of change come I won't fall off You see my outstretched hand Success means nothing to me Unless I share with my fans To my peeps abroad and stateside Let's make strides Make pace and change lives Create flies Tracks to change the tide So maybe someday True art will survive I am here to pioneer a brand new pathway Introduce you to God in these last days Everybody's attitude is so cumbersome Run their whole life never knowing what they running from So stop for a second, take a look And listen to the wisdom that is written in the book Get a grip, get it straight Or else you let it slip and you never elevate right now There's no time to wait Put your best foot forward and try to keep pace Push on All my people you got, got, got to push on Floating down a stream full of broken dreams They call it main, but it's really just a scheme To get you on lock when no one can hear you scream Most steps said it best, it's a better built cell block Where they put you to death if you don't sell hot records But see, we changing that too Big business hip-hop, we aiming at you If they putting out garbage, don't buy it Remember one stone took down the giant Have faith like David and Goliath Avoid the bias to keep your mind pious Get a grip Get it straight, or else you let it slip and you never elevate right now. There's no time to waste, put your best foot forward and try to keep pace, push on. All my people, you got, got, got to push on. My man, Nack, you got, got, got to push on. The SPs, you got, got, got to push on.
chosen facts so the people will know exact is how we do it. Flow motions run through it. No time for propaganda, so I run right through it. God blessed and in the flesh, I delete all the stress. Now, bro, we keep it locked like a full court press. Profiles to hit the platform, spread the world around town. The chosen resurrector of the critical sound. Get down to the word that we say, then convey the message in my lesson. Top notch is my profession, no question. I bless them with the style that I've created universal. So I can never sound dated to find My style of composition of quotes Calibrated rhyme stated Rocking two bar notes Solo Flip the track so we can better our position Live and uncut This is the dope transmission This is the 
My Hotel Brand Rising, Better Love. You are listening to Dr. Robert X. Form by way of Truth to Power. I'm Beverly, and um, this is a great day to be alive, as the generals say. How are you doing, Dr. Robert X? Hotel, Sister Bear, Hotel family. Uh, I'm doing as well as can be expected, Bear. How about you? Okay. Great, great, great. Doing good. Well, what's the great? Well, only thing I seen in in the news today uh, was uh, that guy. He uh, gave up his campaign. He he's uh, working hard to be vice president. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Yeah, I was looking at the interview uh, that with uh, Trump on the stage, and if you could read body language, Trump is like, "Yeah, I see your BS." <laughs> yep. Uh, he's a very well-spoken guy. Yeah. Uh, I I, on, uh, he, he's just too perfect to me. He, he, I see Obama in him. Yep. 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 So I don't see it either. And uh, he's I trying he, hard. Yeah, he, I think he's tying himself to Trump. Because he yes. wants to, he wants to get a head start on everybody in the next four years. Mhm. Yeah, he want to be his vice president and then end up becoming the president. Oh, excuse me. Oh, you know he doesn't. Bev, give me about thirty seconds here. Let me let me get my tea here. Okay, okay. And while he's getting his tea. Uh, the call-in number here is 323-642-1586, and push the number one. And the last hour of the uh, show here, we will take phone calls. And um, everybody, we on the move, so... This is not the time to be stuck about anything. This is the time to make things happen. And uh, you're the force. And so use that force that you have. This is is definitely the year for this. A lot of things is being changed here. So you want to be in the parade. You don't want to be a bystander that's sitting there. So be part of the movement that's going on because that's what life is about. Life is about continuing moving, and so get it moving. Okay, I'm glad. I'm good. You back? Okay. Well, I'll tell you, Beth, uh, Mm -hmm. I did get a chance to check some things out today, and uh, one of the most important things is how these people are committing political suicide, you couldn't turn anywhere and not hear these people bitching and moaning about the inevitability of Trump getting reelected. It's like they're going to die if he, uh, well, a lot of them know they're probably uh, not going to have their career. Some might should be going to jail and some should be hung. And so... They fighting for their life, political life, life period. 
Yeah, but then it, it's just something. Something it's just something not right. Something not right. Something is not right, Bear. And what do you feel like it is? Uh, I wish I could put my finger on it exactly, but I can't. And so I don't want to. Go ahead. Do you think that this is some form of a program that, you know, part of uh, AI and and some people feel like we could be in a virtual reality, just like the uh, Matrix had it, you know, you're looking at one thing, living one thing, but it's something else different. And some people think that uh, Trump is is letting all, this is how he's exposing everybody. He kind of like stepped back in the background and just uh, let things unfold. This is his exposure part. Okay, well... I don't know if things actually work that way, mm-hmm. uh, but I just find it interesting that there are people, uh, extremely high-profile people in the financial world going on Fox News saying that Letitia James doesn't have a case and the whole thing is ridiculous and these people sit at the very top of the financial world. Mm-hmm. Why? Why now? Letitia James ain't just started litigating this case. Why this guy wait to now? You see, there's just who, some... Who waits well, to now? The Fox? On people on Fox? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're saying Letitia James' case with the whole property deal is a scam. He's sitting up there laughing in their faces. Now, but everybody, haven't they been saying that all the time? I mean, I've been hearing different attorneys saying, you know, coming on from the beginning saying they don't have a case. Uh, I don't know if you've been paying attention, but those people that say that don't come from the top of the financial world. They're politicians. Okay. Okay, I'm you're saying the finance. People. Well, that's okay. what makes the world go around. Right, exactly. So this guy come from the money sector, Wall Street. He said mm-hmm. it's a joke. It's ridiculous. They have no case. They have no victim. Uh, he said if they use that, then they could arrest every property owner in uh, New York. Mm-hmm. But Bear, that ain't that ain't all. Okay. The whole Fannie Willis thing. Did you see her? Yeah. You saw her in the black shirt. No, in a black shirt. No, I mean I I've seen her talking, but uh, with the black shirt. No, the black church. Oh, the black church. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah, I've seen her up there preaching. I've seen her preaching. Did you hear what she said? What she say? 
tell the family? Well, let me go back because uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm in the middle of a puff daddy party. <laughs> That's another thing, Bear. Mm-hmm. Before this year's out, I'm going to drop it. Before this year's out, uh, if we make it out of this year, uh, mm-hmm. that dude is going to be indicted. Who? Puffer Daddy? Yes. Oh, definitely. That they said they they it's all been set up. Yeah. I don't know how they could get him and and miss Jay Z. Oh, they own him too. They talking about him too. Um. I just see a lot yeah, him, of very- him. Him and his. Him and his family left the country. They they out the country. Is that right? Yeah. I didn't that's know what that. I heard. Yeah, that's what I heard. But guess what, Bear? Mm-hmm. They can't run uh, far enough away. I know. This law in this country has a long arm. Mm-hmm. I just don't think he can run far away enough, enough uh, far away from it enough. Mm-hmm. Let me uh, let me do this for the family. Let me play for the family what Fannie Willis said because I think somebody else said this two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, last week. Okay, so okay. check this out, family. Uh, I thought I'd basically have a stroke. <laughs> you, you're not going to believe it. Okay. You remember what I said? What's the name of this form, Bear? Oh, let me go back to. That's all right. Yeah, I, got I got it. it. Okay. Uh, just for the family's edification, it's the 2024, which is the number eight. Mm-hmm. Met- Finality of the Black Feminine Infinity. 2024, the metaphysical reality, I'm sorry, the metaphysical finality or the spiritual finality of the Black Feminine Infinity. Because the woman gives birth and birth is what sustains life. And that's an infinite process. And of course, uh, the figure that's aligned with the number eight and infinity is the female. But as we've pointed out, these people, these Zionists, understand that energy mm-hmm. and they're using it hiding behind it to push their agenda. And as we said a couple of years ago, I guess now, these black women would end up uh, swallowing the bag. Yeah. They would end up becoming the fall guys since they want to be men, many of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can look across the board, and that's what's going down, okay? Yeah, yeah. Because... 
these people, and it's evident in the statements that are coming out of the World Economic Forum at Davos, uh, they're having their meeting in Davos, Switzerland, just started yesterday. And they are already saying that if Trump wins, the World Economic Forum and world government is no more. It's done. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, what that means is we ain't seen nothing yet. Yeah. Right. So I pointed out that black women have to stop this. I said, why are they basically becoming the foundation of the real system of white supremacy, which is run by the Zionists? Why are they doing that? And there's no way in hell that they have a modicum of intelligence see and don't know that they're working for these Zionists. So it's like, why are they willing participants in the, uh, with a group of people who are hell-bent on destroying most of mankind? That's not my opinion. That's their program. And anybody that's following COVID-19 with the doctors testifying before Congress, basically pointing out that anybody got that got the shot, you have a, an overarching hype increase of coming down with cancer, among other things. But cancer is one of the main ones within five years. And these people are now saying, Bev, that this is done purposely. I'm talking people, see, when I'm talking about these people who are saying Letitia James has no case, I ain't talking about some Rudy Poop that show up on a news program. I'm talking about the people mm-hmm. at the highest. Okay? Mm-hmm. So the problem with, uh, and she just ain't got caught yet. All right, I'm talking about Letitia James. But she's going to get caught, too. Uh, but I said last week, Fanny got caught with her ass in the ass. And you know you're walking around here with your ass in the air. What's up that happened to you? Somebody's going to take advantage of it. But look at what she said, family. She went to the Negro church like she's running for office. Because she knows she's in big trouble. Now they got her colluding with the White House. They got the documentation. You see, I don't care who Fanny sleeps with. All right? The problem is you are not conducting your business appropriately. That's why we say your ass is in the air. Your ass is out. Literally. This ain't my opinion. They're going on cruises in Canon with state money. And it doesn't matter if the money is given legitimately. 
appearances are 90% of the problem. And they can make it look like she was paying him more because he's her man. Because he's literally the one that's got her ass in the ass. So she knows she's in trouble like any other politician. So what does she do? She runs to the black church. And, and I can't stress this enough, family. Many of these people were financed by the head demons, George Soros and the Open Society. Y'all remember, go back just a few short years ago. And they put all these attorneys, all right, all these DAs all around the country in place to push this Zionist agenda. So she goes to the black church, and I'm leading you somewhere, family. This is extremely important, all right, because many of the people, like the Reed Hoffmans and these folks, uh, many of these people, are connected to Jeffrey Epstein. Okay? It's like the CEO of United Airlines is a drag queen. So he's going to force that whole LGBT nonsense on his employees. He tried to force him to take the shot. Y'all remember with the airlines? They tried to force the, the uh, uh, pilots and the uh, uh, the attendants on the planes to to take the venom. Well, he was one of the main ones. I didn't know he was a drag queen. <laughs> I didn't either. So, Bear, where the hell are they getting all these billionaire drag queens from? Because, again, we're talking about the people that's pushing the agenda. The same people that's pushing this junk are the same people that put these people in office. So listen carefully to what ass in the air had to say at the black church. This is priceless. Come on, man. Don't be playing with me now. Hold on. Stop. I thought I had this up loud enough. Wow. Okay. Let me go back. We are at a time in this you can no longer sit back and just let other folks do it. You cannot expect black women to be perfect and save the world. The Lord is completing us. We are not perfect. We need your prayers. We need to be allowed to stumble. We need grace. With that kind of support, we will move mountains and do Jesus' will. So in all the way. So we hard-headed, and imperfect child has a message for each of you today. Please find a way to do your extraordinary, God-given assignment and make this community 
and the world a better place for all of his people. Now, did you catch it, Bev? Uh, did I cut Bev off or what? Oh, I had my uh, my mute on. Go ahead. Did you catch what she said? I had heard of a what, what, what I mean to me is what 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 she was what she said. Let me play a little piece of it. Okay. Let me hear. It. Let me hear it again. Okay. Yeah, a little piece of it.
and the people that put her in office are not about abolishing thing called Christianity. There's no way in hell she don't know that. Hell, even the FBI is in uh, Christian churches spying on Christians. Admit it. That ain't my opinion. You see? That's priceless. You can't buy that, what she just got through saying. Because we, you, anybody can go back and listen to the program last week. That's exactly what we said. That these black women, it's our responsibility as black men to tell them it's time for you to come back home. I ain't talking nothing about no damn Republicans and no Democrats. But you better understand exactly what it is you are protecting. Okay? And that little ugly little lesbian at Harvard University is another example. But before they got them to, they went and got them lesbians from Black Lives Matter and asked them, what y'all do with the money? And what they do, they start crying. Why? Because their ass is out. You see, the same thing that Fanny did, that's what one of them lesbians in Black Lives Matter did for her brother, gave him a million-dollar contract for security like somebody want her. Fanny gave her man damn near a million, and the Black Lives Matter chick gave her brother a million. You see, here's the thing there about the system. The system requires paper, okay? Uh, in modern-day parlance, they, they could be called computer printouts. When everything that you do, there's some component of paper connected with it. So you got to sign this and sign that. So they own, uh, hell, Gilligan's. Uh, Gilligan and the skipper didn't take a crew, as many cruises as her and her man did. And they were shipwrecked for years. <laughs> you see? So, no. And now they got you colluding with the White House. Because everything has paper connected to it. There's a paper trail. Why is Hunter Biden and Joe Biden in so much trouble, Bear? Like you say, there's a paper trail. They left paper. They had no other choice. Mm -hmm. This is why these people are going to fail in what they do. Now, notice now, when they came with the fake January 6th indictment and they did the, uh, uh, the, the uh, uh, congressional hearings on it with Liz Cheney and the other neocon Republican white boy, both of whom are no longer in office, 
uh, what's his name, the former speaker, speaker of the house, McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Or right after he became the speaker of the house, he specifically stated publicly that don't destroy any of the documentation from the J6 hearing because the, since the Republicans had taken control of the House, they were going to go back and take a look at the testimony of the people involved. And what did the Democrats do? They destroyed the We are in the middle of a war in this country. Go ahead. Sorry about that. They destroyed the paper trail, allegedly. All the testimony of the witnesses, nobody in their right mind does that. And you damn sure don't do it when you've been warned by the opposition party to not touch any of the documents. That's called obstruction of justice. Okay. Destroyed the paper trail. But they really haven't destroyed the paper trail. Why? Now, one of the most important aspects of serving this beast system, I'm talking about this Zionist system of white supremacy, is that it is based in filth and degeneracy. And for some strange reason, these black lesbians and sissies think that they are basically given carte blanche to do and say whatever they want to do and say. And they are learning the hard way that you are nothing more than a goy. And we will remove you quicker than we remove our shoes. Now, we played the piece. uh, Well, we didn't play the piece, but we talked about the piece last week, Bear family, about the synagogue being used as an adjunct Right, and this is based on the tunnel underground. But then we did a little digging, and we found out about the uh, tunnels that were used for raping children and sacrificing children and harvesting organs. That happened about seven, eight years ago, and right there in New York City with rabbis being led publicly in handcuffs. And we found out that almost all of the young boys, because this is a self-contained community there in Crown Heights, as Brother Tutmos alluded to on the last program, these people got their own fire department, their own police. Nobody can come in there and dick what they do in their community. And we should have found it quite strange that before any investigation even takes place, that all of a sudden 
they're trying to fill up the tunnels where they found stuff in the tunnels connected to young children. Okay? Blood-stained children mattresses. But then we know from the prior arrest seven, eight years ago, uh, these people were definitely engaged in child trafficking. And uh, the title of that article, let me see if I can pull that up right quick here. Uh, Almost all the young boys in that community were raped by adult men. And the title of that article was the Child Rape Assembly Line. Child Rape Assembly Line. And so I've heard the stories about certain religious tenets in Judaism that allows for them to rape little boys. But because they have a self-contained community where people dare not speak out, otherwise they risk excommunication in total, okay, where nobody would talk to them in their own community or do anything else with them, do no business with them, they're shunned, okay? So that's how these people have been able to get away with this, but I was curious as to what Hebrew uh, or Jewish text deals with that. And we won't get into it today, uh, but I hope we can get into that along with the uh, sexual magic part of this thing. That's another major part of this. All this is what black women are being used, and let me be clear, for the most part, is black lesbians. And with the males, they're homosexuals. And they stand them up in front of us, and they got us uh, thinking that these people represent black people. I don't think so. I tell you, the other thing that was important or interesting, all this has to do with the same thing, okay? And as uh, the person or one of the people that originated the story of the attempted legalization of pedophilia, man, that's been so long ago now, but I bet it's been 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh So, you know, we've been on this pedophile thing for a long time, long time. And you can go back 25 years before that. We were dealing with it then. Okay, so I'm telling the family now that the major thing that these people are working overtime to cover up is their whole international pedophile network. Jeffrey Epstein is just a small piece of this thing. Okay? 
Now, uh, I just happened to run across, and this was purely accidentally, another video that I think that the family would also find quite interesting. But as usual, I got to find it because you know what? they uh, I didn't know YouTube who have changed their status uh, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, it's gotten so bad that when you go on YouTube now, they're running commercials like every two or three minutes in the middle of whatever YouTube presentation you're watching. Mm. And if you, if you don't turn off your security, right, and I've got two of them, ad blocks, they don't allow you to access YouTube. Really? You got to look at the commercials. Uh, I'm telling you what they're doing to my computer here, and I'm on a Mac. Hmm. Okay. So I've been I'm looking, looking at stuff. I've been looking at stuff, and I don't have any commercial, but I think I'm paying. I have to. You have to pay YouTube to not look at uh, commercials. Oh, okay. I, I see. I'm not aware of any of that, but I tell you this, mm-hmm. and I'm a dime. I'm just going to stop using YouTube completely. Uh, I don't. I don't have a YouTube channel, so it really doesn't matter to me. I don't have any sympathy for people that are being kicked off of there and got their little money tree interrupted. Okay, that's part of it. You have to do what they say do on their platform or they'll kick you off, and they don't need nobody's permission to do it. The same people that run YouTube are behind Jeffrey Epstein. You see, there's little to no difference between any of these people. There's a a reason that they've been referred to as the tribe. Okay? Now, I'm looking for this one video. I know I got it, and I'm going to get it here in a second. Just bear with me here, family. Uh, Because, again, we were right on it, uh, myself and Tutmos, with what these people are really doing in terms of that tunnel in New York. So... Oh, they didn't do that, did they? Yes, they did. Okay, I think I got it here. Check this out, family. Bev, tell me if you can if you can guess who this is real quick while I'm looking for that. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. All the girls over there and all the guys over here, if you ain't talking to a girl, then you got to go because this, this ain't that type of party. Diddy's parties have been the talk of the oh. town lately. From James, they said it. Fox taking the stand and spilling the truth to 50 Cent swearing off from attending one, there have been mixed feelings about Diddy's wild celebration. And now it's Kevin Hart's turn in the spotlight. Recently, footage of the comedian hosting one of Diddy's parties surfaced online and it raised some serious eyebrows. 
turns out that all the rumors about Diddy's parties getting out of hand might have been true after all. I'm looking at him as a saint going to a party that ain't nothing but sin, drinking. This video is something else. This is uh, Diddy's bodyguard. Anyway, I, I don't want to get into him and that. Fam, I'm just being honest. Uh, you can talk about it if you want. Uh, but when Kanye exposed the whole thing, right, that was enough for me. I'm going to leave that to people that's looking for notoriety. I ain't never liked them guys. Okay? Had a little bit more respect for Jay-Z until I realized that he was drugging his wife. Yeah, I heard that. She's pretty much a junkie now. And that's why you don't see very much of her anymore. She's strung out. And again, by her own admission, a woman couldn't read her own name. Man, life can really deal you some really, really terrible hands. But for the most part, your life is in your hands. And when you want fame and fortune more than anything else, chances are you're going to get that other stuff that come with it that you don't necessarily want to deal with. Okay? Now, watch this, family. This is Chris Scott talking about the synagogue uh, so-called raid. Talk about something that nobody seems to be going into detail about. What the hell was going on at the Jewish synagogue in New York, and why the hell did they have tunnels that look like dungeons with shit-stained and blood-stained mattresses being pulled out of there? Why were they not letting police go down there to the point where they literally fought with police? Why were police not arresting, beating, tasering like they would do with anybody else? And why the hell did the NYPD show up to the tunnels and try to fill them up with cement before people could go and investigate? Well, ladies and gentlemen, people like me have been warning you that Zionism and the Zionists that run that synagogue and the Zionists that control the banks and the Zionists that control the American government through finance and the Zionists who are in charge of the Israeli genocide of Palestine and the Zionists who are behind the LGBT agenda and the 75 genders, and the Zionists who are behind massive immigration into your country of third worlders, but not for their country. It's the Zionists who are behind every nasty thing that's going on in society today, including climate change. The Zionists are the ones who created the World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization. They are the ones that own the pharmaceutical companies that created the mRNA vaccine and the COVID pandemic. Everything in society is going around them. And we know, we know for a fact, thanks to Epstein and everything else, that child trafficking is the number one black market organization in the world. Larger than guns, larger than drugs. Why? Because you can sell drugs and guns once. You can sell a six-year-old little girl 30 times a day until you can, and then you can cut her open, take her organs out while she's still alive, harvest her nice clean blood and her bone marrow, 
anything that's valuable for medical research. Surprise. And we know that these control the highest levels of government, the highest levels of finance, the highest levels of law enforcement. How do we know? Well, nobody from Epstein's book has been arrested. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank had to pay out over $290 million in hush money so they wouldn't go to jail for facilitating international child trafficking transactions for years. Deutsche Bank in Germany had to pay $75 million for the same purpose. So these are the most powerful people in the world. And no one's asking why they're pulling blood and shit-stained mattresses from a network of dungeons underneath this Jewish synagogue in New York. And no one's asking why the police aren't really doing anything about it. And no one's asking how all of this has been going on for years and years and years without question. Well, it's pretty simple. People like Mayor Michael Bloomberg own that city. The NYPD is like his own little personal army. So if he says, hey, guys, we got to protect the child sex traffickers and go fill up those dungeons with concrete before we get exposed to the world, that's exactly what they're going to do, and that's exactly what happened. Ladies and gentlemen, this should be the biggest story all over the world, and major media is covering it only because that thing leaked. And what do they say? Oh, they make it seem like it's just a normal everyday Oh. Well, cops showed up in this Jewish synagogue, and all the people were fighting with the police, and the, they weren't letting the police out under. We don't know what's going on. Everything is so baffling. They love that word baffling whenever they're lying to your face. We know exactly what was going on. A child, a giant child sex trafficking ring that's been going on for decades or even longer just got busted yet again. Wake up, ladies and gentlemen. Stop supporting Zionism. Stop supporting genocide. Stop your own demise and start thinking for yourself. Chris Guy, sign it out. I thought he was right on point with everything that he said. And it's not because we said some of the same things, I mean, for as long, again, as long as I can remember. I don't know how you could look at the shape of this world today and not see that these people, all these fake wars, the, the one common thread in all of this stuff is the Zionists. That's the one common thing. I don't care if you're talking about the venom, uh, the war in Syria with ISIS, all right? which is an acronym for the Israeli Secret Intelligence Service sponsored by the United States government and Barack Obama, okay, which is why we kept saying, Bev, you probably recall, how is it that ISIS can't find Israel? They don't seem to be able to find nothing but other Arabs or other Muslims to kill. Now, I could never get an answer to that question. How could they miss Israel? And then we found out that Israel was, in fact, uh, offering them free or giving them free medical attention. If they got injured on the so-called battlefield, they didn't come here and go to John Hopkins or Cook County Hospital. They were treated in Israel. Okay. I'm leading you somewhere with all of this, family, okay? So here we go with Chris Guy outing the pedophile and the people behind them. 
Dr. Nathaniel said last week with the piece on Alex Jones. We name the names. Okay? Very important that you tell me who the hell it is that's got their foot on my neck. Okay, don't tell me you can't see the head, but you can only see the foot. Because I'm not buying that. All right? But Chris Guy once it's done. And by the way, he's been barred out of this country. He lives in Canada, right? Mm-hmm. The Biden administration has basically uh, shut the doors to this country to him. He cannot come in this country. So you might ask, well, what the hell did he do? Uh, Just talking. That's it. He's on one of them super lists where everywhere he goes, the police greet him at the airport to arrest him. Never committed a crime. Now, I got another piece here. Now, all this is on Rumble. You can go to Rumble and just put in Chris Guy. You should be able to find these pieces. Uh, he went on this intelligence community, uh, this intelligence boy, uh, and you can tell he still worked for the intelligence community, but I didn't tune into it for him. I tuned into it to hear what Chris Sky was going to say about, he calls it Jewish supremacy. No, it's white supremacy. The title of this video is Chris Guy Joins Charlie Ward and Drew. Charlie Ward is one of these people who've been around for a while and always got to tell you, well, I can't talk about that, you know, because I'm part of the intelligence community, which means he's still a part of it. He's about 95 years old. Anyway, he went on their program, and he unloaded. Check this out, family. I'm still taking you somewhere, and it has to do with the salvation of even these lesbians, black women, because they were black women way before they became lesbians. You'll have to read into the way I say things. Oh. Yeah. Um, And it's all to do with Palestine. In Israel, um, and it has come directly from the military. So I'll, I'll get on to that in a moment, but for the audience that are already on here, um, read between the lines of what I'm saying and you listen to the words that I'm saying, um, and that will give you a clue as to what's really going on. So, yeah. We're, we're to, interesting. Yeah, we've got some very interesting things. Happening, of course, we've got Chris Sky coming on. We have indeed. Looking forward to Chris. Um, Chris has been out there doing a lot of good work. I'm looking forward to speaking to him. We'll be on shortly. Yeah. Um, let's see where everyone's from. Well, let me have a look at this. Where are we? Here we go. Yeah, Mahoney's running late as well, apparently. Hastings, Arizona. Curacao, Nuneaton, 
Bristol, Sweden, Oregon, Mi Michigan, Lincoln, Doncaster. I need to get my screen a bit bigger so I can read these. Norway, New Jersey, Oklahoma, Boston, Wisconsin, Fort Lauderdale, Ealing, White City, Spain. Sandbach, which is a lovely, lovely area down there. Um, Denmark, Isle of Man, North Yorkshire, Virginia, Sheffield, California, Canada, Louisiana, Wisconsin, Rhode Island, Alberta, Jacksonville, South End, Tennessee. Now, I love Tennessee. Um, inside information, we're going to do a show in March, April in Nashville, Tennessee again. Um, an amazing crowd there. And then we're going to follow that up with one down in Sao Paulo in Brazil. The first one was so amazing. We're going to continue with that. Oh, here's Chris. Is he here? Yeah. Hello, Chris. How are you? I'm good. I'm super, super chuffed to see you. Your picture's just Thank funny. You. Yeah. And this, Chris is... I just a, got it to uh, Bogota. Oh, wow. Wow. Good man. Well, Chris is a classic example of what I refer to. Forget waking up the sheep. Wake up the young lions. And that's exactly what Chris is. A young lion that's been out there creating... Just creating, creating himself, going out there and doing God's work, exposing evil and standing up for good. And this is what I've been calling for people to do, and Chris is the absolute personification of exactly this. A young man who's going out there and fighting for those people who are not prepared to fight. Super proud of you, Chris. Sorry, I lost your connection in there a little bit. I don't know what's wrong with your Wi-Fi here. You're, well, you're in Bogota in Colombia, so it can go up in and out there. I know that I've been into South America a fair amount in the past. You're cutting in and out. I'm so sorry. That's okay. Well, I'll hand over to you and let you talk for a bit so that my audience can hear from you. All right. Uh, hopefully you guys can hear me because it's pretty choppy for me. For those of you who don't know who I am, my name is Chris Skye. My real name is Chris Sakocha. I hail from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. I was born and raised there. My background professionally is low-rise residential, develop, design, and build for over 20 years. So I have a very unique relationship with the government because I work in the private sector, but I have to work with the public sector at every level of my job to facilitate my business. So I'm very familiar with how to work with the government. I'm very familiar how government operates. And I'm very familiar with how government manipulates and lies to people and takes advantage of them. So that combined with being in a position where I own my own business, I was able to basically thwart off all of the mandates. I was able to go around the world and speak out about this. I've been arrested 27 times. I beat 73 charges so far. I just got re-banned from the United States uh, about three days ago. I was supposed to be in the United States, and I was just there weeks ago. But I was at an event where I got kicked out by what looked like Trump's Secret Service. And that check, check, check. That he's going to mention where he got kicked out of. Check this out, family. 
and almost arrested by police officers at the Trump Hotel in Doral, Florida, where I had been invited, VIP guest, as a media person, and then they even asked if I would be a speaker on the last day of the event. However, somebody went on my Twitter and saw that I made a social media post that said, the Israeli invasion of Palestine, brought to you by the same people as COVID, climate change, uh, rigged elections, and censored social media. That comment was enough service call on me, have an army of police waiting for me, have me trespassed off the property, canceled from speaking, and then the next time I tried to go into the United States, I was barred. Hopefully he comes back. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, this is something that I'm aware of. I have to be very careful what I say with regard to what I know about... um, Hang on, he's coming back in there. Yeah. Uh, Are you back kicked out there? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, But I I know exactly what you're talking about, about Trump Durrell, because I got stopped from going there. Yes. Everybody that they thought might say something bad about Israel was blocked from going there. In fact, before the event happened, the day before the two-day event, they had a special event just for pastors. And I got invited to that event because I was with Pastor Felix from Saving a Child. And we're going to talk about Saving a Child in a little bit. But we went there, and they literally had Israeli flags up everywhere. Not even American flags. Israeli flags. And they had pastor after pastor go up on stage and say prayers for Israel in the name of Jesus. Because under the so-called Judeo-Christian religion, whatever the hell that means, Christians are supposed to worship Israel and worship Israelis and worship the Jews, and they pray for them in the name of Jesus, not acknowledging that the Jews killed and crucified Jesus, and they're kind of proud of it. They don't yeah. think of him as a messiah or a savior. They think of him as a false prophet and some loser that they killed. So you have these people in the, only in the United States and Canada, where they're called Judeo-Christians, who are so brainwashed by their TV, which is owned by the same people who run Israel, and they believe that they need to sacrifice anything, any amount of money, any amount of warm bodies, any type of weaponry, fight anybody on the planet to protect Israel because Israel is somehow their greatest ally, the country that couldn't, wouldn't piss on America if it was on fire, the country that was responsible for 9-11. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the Mossad, Israel's it's equivalent to the CIA, worked with the CIA to bring 9-11 and kill thousands of Americans just so they could get America to go to war for Israel in places like Iraq, Afghanistan, and so on and so forth. And they did it before. They did it in the World War with the USS Liberty. And it was literally documented history. And when Israel got found out, what did they say? Oh, sorry, guys. Our bad. We didn't know it was an American ship, even though we knew it was an American ship. We didn't need to bomb it with airplanes and shoot it up with submarines and everything else and kill hundreds of your men. It was a mistake. But thanks for going to war for us, and thanks for not holding us accountable. Israel is the number one country that gets away with the most war crimes in the history of mankind. Since 1970, Israel has been charged with war crimes by the United Nations 52 times. 
And what happens every single time? It doesn't matter if the entire world votes to hold Israel accountable. The United States walks in and says, hey, we provide 75% of the funding to the United Nations, so we're going to use our veto power. So it doesn't matter how bad Israel's war crimes are. It doesn't matter how many people vote to put Israel accountable. It doesn't matter how blatant and disgusting these are. Well, it's no longer a war crime that we said so. And that's what's been going on for over 70 years. And we have the media and we have Israeli apologists pretending that Israel is the victim, the perpetual victim, always fighting in retaliation. Ladies and gentlemen, you cannot be a victim in a situation where you are the aggressor, you have the power, and you have the leverage. And how can you pretend that they don't? Israel is like the fourth or fifth strongest military in the entire world. They have American planes, American bombs, American tanks, American warships. What does Palestine have? They don't have any warships, any airplanes, any tanks. It's literally like watching Star Wars, seeing the Empire come in and attack Luke Skywalker's little desert planet, and all the Americans are voting and cheering on the Empire because, you know, they saw it on TV. That's the equivalent. When Israel has the ability to not only have all of Palestine surrounded, but blockaded to the point where with the flip of a, a, a snap of their fingers, they can turn off electricity, water, fuel, etc. How the hell can you pretend they are the victim? How the hell can you pretend that they're going in self-defense when we have seen 90% of Palestine change hands illegally since the 1947 illegal Balfour Declaration? And we know this is the long-standing plan of not the people in Israel, but the people that control Israel, the banking dynasties, the Zionist banking cartel that also controls Trump. I had people asking why is Trump like this, and we'll get to that. But these are the people, the same people, the Rothschild banking dynasty, that funds every single side of every single war. You cannot have a world war without people getting money loaned to them from the banks. The same banks, these same people are loaning the money to both sides. And in 1917, when they created the income, just after they created the income tax in the United States, and fractional reserve banking was enabled to fund something like a world war. Surprise, surprise, we had a world war. And they created the Balfour Declaration by the Rothschilds with Lord Balfour for the British monarchy. And it stated that they were going to create a home for Israel where Palestine was. It didn't matter that people already lived there. It didn't matter that they had no actual ancestry to the land. It didn't matter. They just said, we're going to give this place to Israel because the Jews need a place to live. Well, it didn't happen in World War I. So then what happened in World War II? A little something called the Holocaust, which they used as the excuse to put the Balfour Declaration into place. The Balfour Declaration that was written decades before, now the Holocaust was the excuse to use it. And in the Balfour Declaration, it's made borders, and it specifically says that the Israelis are not allowed to infringe on borders or infringe on the rights or freedoms of the indigenous Palestinians who are living there. And what happened? Within days, within months, they were murdering people, stealing their homes, stealing their land, expanding Israeli territory, while all the while in the media, oh, my God, we're Holocaust victims. Oh, my God, we're Holocaust victims. And if you said anything, Anything about their war crimes, anything about their genocide, even to this day, people will scream and call you an anti-Semite, and you're supposed to just shrivel up and curl up into a fetus and roll around on the floor. But, I'm sorry, masters. I'm sorry. I'll be a good boy. I will never do that again. But guess what? 
that bullshit stopped working decades ago, and people realized that something that happened in 1940s, perpetrated by a very small segment of the world, does not automatically give Israel a, a carte blanche for the rest of reality to do whatever they want with impunity to everybody. And what does Israel really want? Do they want a two-state solution like they're pretending? Absolutely friggin' not. They want to obliterate every single Palestinian off the face of the earth. They want to drive them out of Gaza, drive them out of the West Bank, and into the neighboring countries, because once they're there, they will never be allowed back. So when you have these stupid people saying, oh, if the Arabs love the Palestinians so much, why aren't they letting them into their country? Because they know the moment they come into their country, Israel won. They got rid of them. And now they're going to take their homes and take everything else and call it Israel. And they're not going to stop there, ladies and gentlemen. Guess what? Israel doesn't just want Palestine. They want something called greater Israel. And it means they're going to have to take over parts of Jordan, parts of Syria, parts of Lebanon, parts of Egypt. And wouldn't you know it, Israel's been bombing every single one of those countries that I've just named. But guess what? When Israel bombs you first, it's still self-defense. Imagine I went into a bar with you, and somebody looked at us the wrong way, so I walked over, and I just clocked the guy in the face. And then I fall on the floor and I scream self-defense, preemptive self-defense. If I didn't hit that guy first, he was going to come and kill all of us. That's what Israel says every time they strike someone. And then they get their propaganda matrix to go into overdrive and use all of the special buzzwords and trigger words that small-minded Americans simply cannot resist and get triggered by. And what am I talking about? They love three special words that they know that they can just put in there, and now all of a sudden it justifies anything. You will never hear the media say Palestine or Palestinians. You know what they'll hear them say? Hamas. Hamas. Israel's damning Hamas. Israel's at war with Hamas. How is Israel a country at war with an entity? No, Israel's at war with Palestine. You wouldn't say Palestine's at war with the Mossad or Palestine's at war with the IDF, but they say the Mossad or they say Hamas because now they can pretend that they're only bombing terrorists. And in your mind, it's okay because they're only killing terrorists. Forget all the women and children and non-combatants that they're intentionally killing. As long as they say we're bombing Hamas, now it's okay. Then they bomb Lebanon. What do they say? Oh, we're not bombing Lebanon. We're bombing Hezbollah. So it's okay. It's okay, guys. We're bombing Hezbollah. All the Lebanese that we're killing, all the Lebanon infrastructure, that doesn't matter because we're just bombing Hezbollah. Then when they bomb Syria, what do they say? Well, we're not bombing Syria. We're bombing Iranian targets in Syria. So they'll just have to use the word Iran, Hezbollah, or Hamas, and that now justifies Israel attacking virtually any one of their neighbors, no matter what. And if anybody says anything, they're anti-Semites. If anyone says anything, they're trying to eradicate the Jews. No, we're saying it because everybody understands that this is a game that you have been playing for decades and decades and decades, manipulating, murdering, stealing, and using your matrix of propaganda to keep your bum chum, the United States, as brainwashed and as stupid and doing everything you say. Now let's talk about Trump for a minute. How does Trump fit into this? I like Trump. I think he's way better than Biden. However, if you all recall, Trump went bankrupt. Remember that, everybody? Remember when Trump went bankrupt and then all of a sudden he was a billionaire again? Well, where did he get that money? Simple. 
a man by the name of Sheldon Adelson, one of the largest political donors in human history. He's the one who funded Trump's entire campaign. He's now dead. He was a staunch Israeli Zionist. You think it's an accident that Trump got his daughter to marry Jared Kushner? You think it's an accident that Jared Kushner became Trump's senior advisor? Do you think it's an accident that Trump went to Israel, put on a little yarmulke, even though he's supposedly Catholic, and went and touched the wall to show his subservience? Literally, bowing his head to the wall. Why didn't he just kiss Netanyahu's ring? Could you imagine? Could you imagine us telling Netanyahu, come to the United States, put on a crucifix, and go kneel before the altar of God. Do you think Netanyahu would do that? Or do you think he would tell us to pound sad and laugh his friggin' ass off? But Trump, Trump, Mr. America first, Mr. most powerful man in the world, little yarmulke, little homespots, and touching the wall, letting everybody know who his masters are. And that's how he won the first election. And that's how he got all his money back. And that's why when he says... America first, what he really means is Israel first. And that's the policy America has, because you will not get elected into American politics unless you sign, and this is true, you can look it up, there's a, there's a lobby called APAC, American Israeli Public Action Committee, the most well-funded and the most powerful lobby in all of the United States. Well, if you want to be a senator or you want to be a congressman, before you're allowed to take office, APAC will come visit you, and they give you a pledge, a pledge to put Israel first, literally. And you have to sign this pledge as a member of the United States government to put the U.S. aside and put Israel's interests first. That is how infiltrated the United States is. There are over 40, let me say that again, 40 dual citizen USA Israelis in the United States government. And you're telling me that those people are serving the United States or are they serving Israel? Because you can't be serving two separate masters. It's that simple. And now could you imagine for a second a United States senator with dual citizenship with Russia or China? That would be absurd. But dozens of dual citizens Israelis, which are the ones literally dragging America into war all over the world, these are, these are, that's perfectly okay, and these people are our allies. Now let's look at the CDC, by the way. Who are the people in charge of all the mandates, all the restrictions, all the business closures? Every single person involved with the CDC in the United States of America is a dual citizen Israeli. These are the people, and Israel was used as a lab, too. Benjamin Netanyahu literally used those words. He said, we made a deal with Pfizer. We're going to inoculate all the Israelis. We're going to use Israel as a lab for the rest of the world to see. So but people, when I'm talking bad about Israel, I'm not talking bad about the people. The people are just pawns of war. The Palestinians are pawns of war, too. They're just getting the shorter end of the stick. But make no mistake. Benjamin Netanyahu would not even blink at sacrificing 5 million Jewish Israeli lives if he thought he could get the United States into war with Iran. He would literally nuke his own population, blame it on Iran, just to get the United States into war. So when I'm talking about Israel, I'm talking about the people in charge of Israel, the banking cartel that has banked every side of the war. And by the way, the same banking cartel... Balfour Declaration, Rothschilds, that funds the British monarchy, they were around 
1776, ladies and gentlemen. Remember when the United States had to fight something called the American Revolution against King George for the independence of the United States? Who do you think was funding King George? The same people in charge of Israel. So now you think that they're your greatest ally? They tried to destroy you for the last 300 years, and they lost. So they realized they could not take you over by force. So what did they do? They brought all the traitors on the inside. A country like the United States can only be brought down from within by the traitors. And you have dozens and dozens of these traitors in your government and in your so-called government institutions like the CDC. And every single one of them swears subservience to the people in charge of Israel, not you, not your family, not your country, and definitely not your future. I think that's that's a very, very good point there. It's a very, very strong case. Also, for those people who want to do a little bit of research about what's really going on there, go and research Ben-Gurion Canal, the canal that they want to create to rival the Suez Canal. Uh, And, of course, that enters the water right on the Gaza Strip. So that's why they want to take control of the Gaza Strip, move them out of the Gaza Strip into Egypt so that they can control it. Also, there is a, an abundance of gas off the, off the coast of Gaza that is completely untapped. And this is all about money. We keep saying, follow the money. It's not just about money. It's about, it's, it's about controls for global geopolitics. And I saw a couple of people in the comments say, oh, my gosh, this is making me uneasy. No kidding, it's making you uneasy. For the entire existence of your life, you've been lied to every single day by every single government entity, every single news channel, and every single movie that was made. Every single movie that was made was designed to make you feel a certain way. And now someone like me comes along and tells you the truth, and you're like, oh, I don't want to listen to this. You know what's funny? You were the same people that right before this war broke out, you're like, after three, four years of the pandemic, I'm never listening to the media. I'm never listening to the government. I know everything they say is a lie. I'm never trusting them again. Three days later, oh, my God, I'm off. Beheaded all these babies. We need to go to war. We need to go to war. The TV's telling us we need to go to war. This is how stupid you are, ladies and gentlemen. For everybody who feels uneasy, that's because you feel like a fool because you got played for one, and now you're realizing it. This entire charade has nothing to do with Israel just wanting to exist. It has nothing to do with them actually being afraid of Palestine. And it, and. How do people come up with the idea that if we somehow let Israel go on their own, that the United States is going to be invaded next? We literally have people pushing the narrative that if we don't go and destroy all of Palestine, Palestine's somehow going to rise up and take over all of Israel, and then somehow Palestine's going to come and attack the United States of America. This is what they want you to believe. The reality is if the United States just said to Israel, you're on your own, Israel would sit down, shut the fuck up, and leave everybody alone. It's that simple. Israel's like the little loudmouth in the bar, drunk, belligerent, pushing everybody around, and he knows he can do it because he's got a seven-foot-tall, 350-pound guy, all jacked up with brass knuckles and got guns all over him, named United States of America. So Israel runs around slapping everyone in the face, kissing everybody. 
everybody's cornflakes, kicking people in the balls, and taunting them. And they know, what are you going to do about it? Come and touch me. My, my, my ogre behind me is going to kill you. That's what Israel has been doing. That's what Israel has always done. First they hid behind the Holocaust. Now they're hiding behind the United States of America. I'm sorry, the Holocaust was horrible, but nobody in Palestine had anything to do with the Holocaust. So how the hell do you justify 70 years of virtually the same kind of cruel and unusual punishment perpetrated on the Jews during the Holocaust, but now to the Palestinians, who not only had nothing to do with the, with the plight of the Jews, they actually invited them there with open arms in 46 and 47. Literally, invited them with open arms, only to get turned around, stabbed in the back, and have their entire country obliterated. Israel's not just going in with ground troops, ladies and gentlemen. They're going in with ground troops followed by lineups of bulldozers, because their plan is the complete and utter annihilation of that entire area. You can watch satellite imagery before and after and see how they carpet-bombed entire neighborhoods, see how they've used white phosphorus and other banned munitions, see how they intentionally target hospitals and churches, see how they told everybody to flee to South Gaza, and then while they were on the evacuation route, bomb the evacuation route, which was almost exclusively women, children, and non-combatants. Israel is out to kill as many people as possible, including those within the United States. What Israel wants more than anything, ladies and gentlemen, your greatest ally, is they want the United States in a big war with Syria, Russia, Iran. Why? Because they believe they'll all destroy each other. And then it makes greater Israel so much easier to attain when there's no more superpowers left in the world. That's what they want. They want to watch 350 million Americans, 350 million Russians kill each other, and with Iran and Syria getting blown up in the middle. While they sit there and play the victim the whole time and rub their little hands together, stealing what they can. That's how Israel's government operates. That's how Israel's government thinks. The exact motto of their intelligence agency, by the way, and you know what the Mossad is called? Go to their website. You know what the acronym for Mossad is? This might surprise you. It's been the same acronym since the 50s. Israeli Secret Intelligence Service, otherwise known as ISIS. ISIS. ISIS, yes. So when you see ISIS and you think it's Arabs, no, they're not Arabs, and that's why they cover their faces, because it's really Mossad and CIA, American and Israelis, doing terror attacks. Isn't it funny that ISIS just disappeared during COVID when we were at our most vulnerable? Why were we having terror attacks all over the world? Because the only terror attacks happen is when intelligence agencies like the CIA and the Israeli Secret Intelligence Service, the Mossad, are carrying them out. And 99% of the time, they're carried out as false flags to either get you to go to war or to get you to give up more of your freedoms, period. That's what everything has been about the last four years. It was never about your health. It was never about your safety. It was never about the environment. And this war is not about Israel's survival. This war is now the major distraction. If you haven't realized, guys, they failed with COVID. We stopped complying. Only 2% of people took the latest booster. So obviously they couldn't continue with mandates and lockdowns. So they tried climate change. That's failed miserably because nobody believes that driving to work in their SUV is going to kill their grandma. So it's just not, not going to fly. 
So then they tried to combine COVID and climate change together momentarily. That failed miserably. So what happens, ladies and gentlemen, when they lose control of the narrative, when the propaganda stops working, when you're no longer scared and confused, when all else fails, create a war. And that's exactly what they're doing. The war was the new distraction. And when we had 24 hours a day war propaganda, that's all you saw on TV. All of a sudden, COVID didn't exist anymore. All of a sudden, climate change didn't exist anymore. It was all about, we need to go to war. Not even what's going on with the war. We need to go to war. We need to go to war. We need to go to war for Israel. We need to combat the evil Arabs. That is the message the TV is pushing 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Then what happened? People started protesting all over the world. They started going against the narrative. We started having pro-Palestinian protests with hundreds of thousands of people in virtually every country in the world, including Israel itself. Israel had a massive protest where they were chanting, Bibi is a murderer. Why? Because the people in Israel understand that he wants to bring them to war. They know that they have the most well-watched and well-guarded border in the entire world. And we're supposed to believe that some Hamas militants snuck across the border without being, without being seen, without being able to be stopped. No, Israel let them in. Israel wanted them to kill their own people so they would have a justification for war. And all the people in Israel even understand that. So after Israel started even blaming Benjamin Netanyahu and their government, what happened in the media? Now all of a sudden we have, oh, Matthew Perry died. And that's what they start playing 24 hours a day. As soon as their narrative starts failing, as soon as they lose control of the lie, the TV starts talking about something else. Pay attention to that, ladies and gentlemen. And what is the solution? The solution is so easy. The solution is about as easy as pie. You've made a very very good point there because you've made a very good point there because I published two to three years ago about the amount of people that have been executed at Gitmo two to three years ago. Matthew Perry was one of those. And and what I I put out there, uh, for anybody who's done any research, it goes back to Ed, um, Erwin Rommel. And this is called a Rommel suicide or a Rommel death. This is where if they cooperated uh, with the military tribunal, the military tribunal gave them all the evidence they had on them. That's enough. That's more than enough. I just wanted to get a little bit more at Chris Sky. Uh, on this presentation because so much of what he said again is a reflection of things that we've talked about and documented on the on the program right more importantly so are they more importantly so are they play- mm-hmm. i want the Go sisters ahead. to understand what it is that you're propping up here so that when fanny willis comes out and let the cat out the bag about black women having to save the world. You know she's talking about, she's acutely aware that her and her colleagues were put there, not based on their intelligence, but based on their ignorance and their lifestyle. Go ahead, Ben. Um. It just flew out my head. Uh, it'll come back. <laughs> well, 
Again, this is a international order. Okay, B'nai B'rith is an international order. Oh, I and know it's what I'm going to ask you. Go ahead. Okay, are they playing good cop, bad cop? Trump when the you good say cop the, and, and uh, uh, the Zionists, the system. Well, or, these two. Or is, or is it really going down and being replaced by, you know, is it really falling down or is this good cop, bad cop? Uh, I always say, Bev, when you when you run into situations like this, look at the money flow. Look at where the money is going. Mm-hmm. Keep your eyes on the banks. If Trump co-signs the digital currency, what have I been saying over and over? Well, we know he's pushed back against the United Nations, that's NATO, and uh, uh, the World Economic Forum went there and told to their faces that he's looking out for America, okay? So just like Chris Guy was talking about the Jews that are protesting against Netanyahu, Mm -hmm. there's an overarching connection that will bind most of them together that's why you don't hear uh, large numbers of Jewish people talking about the pedophilia that's going on in the synagogue. It may not necessarily be the vast majority of people, but there's enough cases that have come out. Uh, is this stuff sanctioned in their religious doctrine? Looks like it. It, it most certainly does, don't it? Mm-hmm. Just like in, in the Catholic Church. Right. And you can call that a Judeo-Christian, because when you hear that term being used, that's really what they're talking about. The Catholic Church and the Jews. And now the Catholic Church has been neutralized. Now, we don't have to go all the way back over that no more. It's obvious today. They're looking to see uh, how many young boys they can get away with now. Okay, so they're strikingly similar. Go ahead. So I'm I'm listening when he's saying the Jews is funding both Trump and the, uh, you know, the other side. They funding both sides. Yes, we pointed out over and over that there's two factions, man. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, so that's okay. why I warn I warn people about what Trump really represents. I ain't got to change nothing, okay? And that's why I tell people I agree with some of the things that he's done in terms of the things that I talked about a few minutes ago. There are other things I don't agree with, but the context was him fighting against the deep state for four years, and I'm looking at that. So I got to make a choice as to who's the most dangerous. I don't think there's any question now who's the most dangerous. The deep state is far more dangerous. Okay? And that's because Trump will have to go through them to do 
pretty much anything. You, you, you follow what I'm saying, Bear? Yeah. So I said that he has some of the smartest Jews working for him. Look, Bear, the Heritage Foundation is supposed to be a so-called right-wing organization, right? We've mm-hmm. heard about the Heritage Foundation for years. And yes, back in the day, in the 70s and 80s, when the Heritage Foundation was in their heyday, yes, they represented the white racist part of the spectrum. All right? But over time, just like the Democrat Party and the Republican Party, I shouldn't say the Republican Party, but I'll say MAGA, because now people are saying that, Bear. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. The analysis just flies all over the place. On the last program, we told everybody that, well, at least the family, that uh, uh, the right wing and the left wing are working together. The far left and the far right, right are working together. Right. You got this large group of people in the middle. That's where everybody running to. That's MAGA. Okay? And you can say it's the little... The little white girl who uh, got to be a robot because her expression never seems to change. Nikki Haley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's no difference between Nikki Haley and Hillary Clinton. The only difference is she wouldn't kill as many people covertly. She would do it openly. Mm-hmm. So she works. You know, yeah. Well. Hillary would have did the well, same thing. Well, they both the same. They both, yeah, yeah. They Hillary killing Clinton people up, either way. Hillary Clinton blew up Libya. Yeah. Blew and laughed about it. Blew it up. The whole country. Okay? So we got the example. She's more like a Madeleine Albright. Mm. Who looks purely from a political perspective. When I look at Nikki Haley, I can envision the little Jewish, uh, I'm sorry, the little Nazi uh, white girl that's always in the movies with her little Nazi uniform that's really a nymphomaniac, right? Never have mm-hmm. a smile. Uh, uh, remember the, uh, what was that cartoon? Bullwinkle and Rocky? Yeah. You remember uh, Boys Bad Enough? Mm-hmm. Look at his woman and tell me uh, Natasha Bernard <laughs> and tell me that ain't Nikki Haley. Yeah. Boy, <laughs> you see, these people like they come out of some mold somewhere where they manufacture them. That's what I think. I, I don't know, man. We, you know, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> it's all hypothetical, but it just seems like they're not real people. Exactly. Again, I, uh, I've said Trump represents the Antichrist. He's been a part of the establishment uh, through his family for decades. Okay. But he represents that other side of the Jewish equation that they don't want in power, period. 
period. So now the Heritage Foundation, uh, 30-some years, 40 years later, now has, I've seen as many Jewish spokespeople as wasps. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. so-called white Anglo-Saxon Protestant organization that work with the John Birch Society and that kind of thing. But they really weren't. The Heritage Foundation represents the status quo on the Republican side. Okay? But there's been some changes, and you can tell in the policies that they're fighting for. They're fighting for pretty much the, some of the same things that Orange Man is talking about, closing the borders and, you know, reducing the budget and uh, bringing back the factories and all of these things. It's like I said before, it's almost as if somebody has switched the chessboard. Now the black pieces are white and the white pieces are black. So let me give you another example of what I'm talking about. It's mind-blowing, Bill. If you look at the CIA, what was the name of that movie, family, where another pedophile, right, played the lead role, and it was basically dealing with the origins of the CIA? Matt Damon. Matt Damon. I was somebody sent me the name of that movie uh, where it, the movie was basically about this, the uh, beginnings of the CIA, which just happened to come out of Skull and Bones, right? Now, you go and look at the housing debacle. Man, I'm forgetting the name of the... the, the, the oh, somebody say, is, is it The Good Shepherd? The Good Shepherd, that's the movie. Okay? Where they even had his son being compromised. Right? Mm-hmm. Sexually compromised. Because he supposedly had a black girlfriend. And back in them days, uh, <laughs> inhibit your growth. Back in them days. Hotel family, I don't know who you were because I'm on a dumb phone, a little handheld, so... I can't read no full text just so, you know, just so you know. At any rate, that movie showed his induction into the skull and bone, okay? Now, there's been all kind of mythologies written about the number 322 and what it really represents, et cetera, et cetera. Uh I'm not going to go into that here. I'm sure we've dealt with that at some time back in the past. Uh, but at any rate, check this out, family. If that's the origin of the CIA, and that's what it was, okay, now the Jews are taking over Skull and Bones. The Skull and Bones is now woke, family. Well, what does that mean? That means to this day, that network of skull and bones is still committed to doing the very same things that its predecessor did. So 
Now we got headlines, and this came from the Atlantic. Y'all know I don't do the Atlantic, okay? Stream media. And particularly, it's the mouthpiece of NATO that's now owned by the widow of Steve Jobs, okay? So this is from the Atlantic.com. Skull and bones and equity and inclusion. Now they got some rainbow and skull and bones. Let me tell you something, family. These people are mentally ill. The trannies, be they male or female, seem to be at the very top of the illness list. Okay? Because you want to run around out here and dress and act like a woman, and you're supposed to be a, a, a act like a female, and you're supposed to be a male. I don't care how many definitions you change. Okay, uh, you can't change the plumbing. You can alter it, but you can't change it. The plumbing is on the inside. Now we already know, Bear. We discussed it on the program that they're already talking about and doing experiments on trying to do using stem cells, have men get other men pregnant. Do you remember when we dealt with that maybe about seven, eight years ago? Yeah, maybe well, I remember us talking about it. Yeah. Okay. So that's in mainstream media. That's not my opinion. I mean, there's nothing... Uh, exclusionary from these people, nothing. So here we go here, family. Here what they say uh, in the article. Wait a minute, wait Please. a minute, Dr. X. What, tell me the title again, Skull and Bones and Equity and what? And Inclusion. Okay. That's like Thank you. diversity, equity, inclusion, equity and inclusion, but they changed it to Skull and Bones, Equity and Inclusion. Because Skull and Bones has now uh, been taken over. It's pushing their agenda. It's their thing. Just like the black women put in place by these same people who all of a sudden now seem to have this unfaltering allegiance towards all white men who claim to be Jews. But let's be clear, it's all white men, and they're as degenerate as their predecessors. Y'all think I'm kidding? Wait before I go to the Skull and Bones people. I mentioned earlier that Davos is having their annual meeting this week, right, up in the mountains, because they've been uh, being confronted by people. And their, but their agenda is being pushed behind the scenes. The global hostile corporate takeover that we identified back in the 80s and called it such through the use of terms like public-private partnership. We've been saying that on this program for years, Bear. Watch out for those phrases. Watch out for the phrase sustainable development. I know some young pe- younger people who uh, got into this thing a little later I call it Agenda 21 and the 2030 Agenda. I'm old school. 
I'm talking about the original name for it. And that's what they're using, okay? So you're going to start hearing public-private partnership all over the damn place. <clears throat> and that's because that is the mechanism that's going to be used with the push of certain legislation that will allow for them to buy up all the land in the country. That's what you see Bill Gates and some of the rest of these people, even China, buying up as much land as they can possibly get. That's why uh, 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 BlackRock is the largest property owner. It won't be long before if you want to get a piece of property, you got to go through BlackRock to get it. And they already told you, you own nothing and be happy. That's the Darrow's Creed. They don't want you owning nothing. Okay. Check Darvos 2024 on the 8th, family. Dark Davos escort services, quote, completely booked as World Economic Forum begins. You know what they're talking about when they say escort service completely booked, right? <laughs> yeah, they're talking about male or or female, or both prostitutes. I, I'm I'm gonna say a nasty word. I don't y'all never hear me use this word. I got a problem with it because I don't mm-hmm. look that because it brought me here. Uh, if you go to Davos, Switzerland, if you mm-hmm. ain't ordered something from Amazon two weeks in advance, you can forget about it. All the holes, that's male and female. They completely booked. That's in quotes. Okay. Now we're talking about a confab, another old word they used to use all the time. A confab of pretty much old white men. Now they got some ugly ass white women there too, and some a few black people and a few Arabs because they have to cover all the bases. But for the most part, we're talking about old, ugly white men, the same old, ugly white men that basically are financing Letitia James and uh, Fannie Willis and these Negro lesbian mayors all over the damn country from D.C. to uh, Oakland to you name it. They're all over the damn place shaking that head in very stereotypical fashion. And you and I are supposed to believe that they don't know anything about any of this when they right up there in the middle of it. By the way, the article is from Zero Head. Here's what they say. After world leaders, politicians, business leaders, academics, NGOs, and religious leaders debate global problems and attempt to find solutions to issue uh, to, to issues plaguing the world, there's an after-hours scene that is very dark, as we've explained previously. Okay, now what that that sound like a ditty party? Wait, wait a minute, Doctor X. You had another uh, article, or you are reading from the Skull and Bones? 
No, I said I'm going to this other article before I go okay. back to Skull and Bones because part of the initiation fee, uh, initiation mm-hmm. fee, part of the initiation ritual, you'll see it at the beginning of the movie, but they cleaned mm-hmm. it up, okay? Uh, it's homosexual activity. As a matter of fact, when I was doing the research on it back in the 80s, uh, they had to uh, wrestle naked in a big tub of horse shit. Mm-hmm. That was part of the initiation. And that, you'll see that in the movie, but they replaced the horse doodle with mud. Okay. Okay, and so... Uh, hold on, Bill. What's the name? The thing, okay. Hold on. Let me do all of that. The other okay. thing that they did, this is at the very beginning of the movie. What's the, what's the name of the movie again, Bill? Uh, the Good Shepherd. The Good Shepherd. That's for the family's consumption if you haven't seen it. Okay? The other thing that they did was they made them dress up in women's clothing. Remember that part? All this is at the beginning of the movie. When they got a real life well, actually, there's a lot of evidence that uh, that dude, uh, damn, I just, some of these people, I just can't keep them in my head, there. I want to call him Jason Bourne. Anyway, he had, there's a lot of evidence that he's on Epstein Island now. And that he worked for the CIA. That's why he was given the roles in the cushy movies that they've given him. You know who his co-star was? Who was a preppy, preppy upper-class hoe in the movie? Who was she? Um, the sister that was married to... Uh, Somebody said Matt Damon. That's the guy you were talking about. Yeah, Matt Damon, yeah. Uh, but... His wife in the movie, who he was not faithful to because she was forced on him mm-hmm. by another bonesman, right? Uh, man, I just had a name. I don't write this stuff down. This is all off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. But married to Brad Pitt when they was adopting all them black children from all over the damn world. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, okay. Her daddy um, is a Trump number one fan. Right. Yeah. Uh, Angelita, 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 whatever her name is. Angelina Jolie. Thank you, Bear. That was right yeah. on point. That that was on the somebody from the chat room. Thank y'all. Chat room, family. Well, in the movie, she played his wife. Mm-hmm. Life. She's been given all them intelligence movies. You know, they always got in some futuristic stuff until they mm-hmm. turned her into Okay, I forget the name of that movie. But uh, Angelina Jolie was one of them people we identified that worked for the CIA. There's a bunch of them. Okay? And what I'm saying is... Uh, over the decades, much of Hollywood has been owned by them, so they promote people that they want to promote. Same thing in the entertainment industry, okay, a music industry. 
because they use them later on down the line. They compromise them first, okay? Then they use them. And that's what's been going on. No, uh, I ain't talking about the the Mueller report. Uh, This is much deeper, what I'm talking about here, than the Mueller report, okay? I'm talking about this global pedophile thing that black women, Fannie Willis said, uh, trying to save white world. But it ain't white world. It ain't the white supremacy that they feeding you. They want to feed you Billy Bob white supremacy. Okay? I'm giving you slow-mo guts out. All right? The real face of white supremacy. And all of the things that's connected with it. That's why it's important that you know that Skull and Bones is now completely in their control. But it didn't just start, is what I'm saying. Um, I, I know Jews who were directly responsible for the takedown of the housing industry in 2008 when Obama came in office. I can't think of the name of this one firm that was like the the apex of the whole thing. All right? The result of that was zero interest rates and bankers getting bailed out. Y'all remember? Mm-hmm. They bailed out the world's bankers. Them people didn't go to jail. All right? So that's why this is important. And I'm showing you the deviant behavior of these people because you would think that Davos is some place where the Hollywood swanky swanky hang out, right? No. Viagra goes through the roof when these people get together and do their thing. Okay. Uh, so that's why uh, these people uh, got holes coming in. Matter of fact, they go on to say here in this article, uh, you forget about, uh, like I said, if you didn't order pussy from Amazon, forget about <laughs> going um, unless you got somebody that's going to uh, line you up with some leftovers. Because the, the, the hookers international say, uh, What's on the menu this year? The New York Post described, quote, caviar, magic mushrooms, gold leaf desserts, A-list selfies, and $2,500 per night hookers and secret dinners. Now, I'll leave it up to your imagination for you to figure out what it is that they're eating. Yes. Absolutely. And don't leave out the lettuce and tomatoes, Bear. <laughs> All right? So that's what they're saying in the New York Post. They say in a separate report, the French newspaper 20 Minutes sheds even more light into this year's hooker fest at Davos. They say anyone who wants to look at a book and escort via matching platform tit for tat in the Davos region or even in eastern Switzerland will be disappointed. Quote, 
all local service providers are completely booked during the World Economic Forum week, unquote. The explanation? People kept to themselves in Davos. Their partners mostly stayed at home. In addition, alcohol and parties contribute to the high demand for his service, according to the co-founder, quote. Apart from that, there are many customers in Davos who are not price sensitive and who value the privacy of our app all the more. In general, it's less about sex and more about so-called girlfriend experience, i.e., the pretense of an intimate relationship. Depending on the customer, a booking takes between 4 and 12 hours, sex workers Maya May said, adding the cost of her service is about $2,340. Okay. They say, aside from the unspoken Davos Knights, the World Economic Forum is is trying to rebuild trust. Check this. This comes after populist movements swept across the Western world following political and corporate elites who mismanaged the COVID crisis and pushed failed social and economic policies that have sparked outrage amongst the majority. A symptom of this failure is Biden's imploding polling data. Quote, this is Klaus Schwab. We face a fractured world and growing societal divide. They are the ones who did it, leading to pervasive uncertainty and pessimism. We have to rebuild trust. Can't rebuild what you never had. We have to rebuild trust in our future by moving beyond crisis management, looking at the root causes of the present problems, and building together a more promising future. How about that? How about that? Now, it's just starting to come out over the last few months that all of the COVID was basically a fraud, the vaccine and the virus. It was a fraud that most of the people were murdered, that died from so-called COVID. They were murdered, and they got the evidence to prove it, and they're all over the place talking. But the Zionist-controlled media will not touch it. Again, the people that are doing the talking are people at the highest echelon of their profession. I got one more little piece. You ain't going to get it all. But I, I I got a whole lot of stuff here, Bear. And it all leads back. Every bit of it leads back to the role that black women are playing. Why is that, Robert X? Because before you gave up your legacy, which was infinite, you had the power to change the consciousness of this country. But when your consciousness is compromised, this country has no consciousness. And that's what you see going on here today. The behavior that I see exhibited 
by some of these black uh, female politicians? Untenable. And I don't play favorites when it comes to uh, people that like to kiss so much ass and they ain't got Hanes stepped on, uh, stamped on their face. Now, if you got Hanes, you got a tag on your ass that says Hanes or Fruit of the Loom, I'll give you a pass because your profession is hanging on somebody's ass. But if you ain't got them tags on you, I ain't holding back. Not today. Too critical. I mentioned earlier, these people got legislation under the guise of the World Health Organization, and they're attempting to put in place through the United Nations and sneaking it through the Congress legislation that will absolutely devastate any chance that you thought that you had of being able to practice uh what many of the brothers used to call self-determination, particularly the Moors. That's how dangerous this stuff is. And uh, it, I can't deal with it now because it requires just a little bit too much. I'd have to basically jettison everything else I got here, okay? But it deals with a whole new economic category Okay. Uh, that deals with uh, privatizing public-private partnerships, the land mass in the country, and allowing for the billionaires, the Klaus Schwab, the Bill Gates, these to buy up all of the land. They also have legislation. These are things that's going on behind the scenes quietly that's going to devastate free speech. And that's why you saw the FBI uh, prosecute this young white boy for writing a meme. Do you know in certain European countries right now, they will lock your ass up immediately for memes. That's a joke. A meme is just another word for a joke. They'll put your ass in prison. Okay, under this fake misinformation, that is at the top of the agenda for the World Economic Forum to shut off free speech. Okay, now a whole lot of people ain't talking about this stuff because they don't know it's there because it's quiet, just like the takeover skull and bones. So this article basically goes on to talk about. Who's in Skull and Bones now? And how they get there? So let me go back to it, Bear. Since you, uh, maybe you or the family seem to have some interest in this article, they say they wanted to tear down Yale from the inside. Then they got into its most exclusive secret society. And the article is talking about people uh, who went to Yale basically being. Uh, uh, let's call it, this is in Connecticut, let's call it the city of nine squares. 
as Brother Steve broke down for us, okay? The city of the nine squares. They say, one evening in 2019, in a windowless building known as the tomb in the center of Yale's campus, the members of Skull and Bones snapped. There they were, having been granted membership to one of the most elite secret societies at one of the most elite universities in the world, part of a rare group that for generations included individuals from the most powerful families on the planet. The Vanderbilt there. Is there a Vanderbilt in media? Yeah. CNN. That guy on CNN. He a flaming homosexual? Yeah. Just checking. Okay. But you got the Vanderbilt, the Rockefellers, and the Buckleys have all been in and Skull the, and Bones. And ahead, the Bushes. And the of Bushes. Course. Yeah. For some strange reason, they left them out. But <laughs> they're perhaps one of the most uh, known members of Skull and Bones. Okay. Mm-hmm. They say uh, three bonesmen will go on to become president of the United States. Their traditions, including oaths of secrecy upon admission, and antics filling the gravestone of Yale's founder, and the rumors about them that the bones tomb contains several human skulls are legendary and an intense source of campus gossip. But there in the tomb, surrounded by oil portraits of former bonesmen, all white, all chosen by the society's alumni board, the current members felt overcome not by the achievements of those who had come from or before them or by the possibilities that lay ahead, but instead by the organization's long history of exclusion. So the students did what they felt had to be done. They pulled the portraits down and replaced them with homemade signs criticizing the secret society's record of keeping people of color out of its ranks. Quote, portrait is a relatively straightforward and easy act, easy ask, unquote. One member who participated in the redecoration told me, Quote, the way a space looks can have a large impact on a person's psyche, unquote. Well, you see, Bear, family, this is a part of the fake out. You can tear down all the statues in this country of any white man you want. They did the same thing in Planet of the Apes. By the time they got to Planet of the Apes, they had statues of apes that were their founders. Didn't change the nature of the planet. It was the planet of the apes. So they used racism and white supremacy to hide it. They hide behind that. But the people who really want to remove the vestiges of white people in their history are the Zionists. then they gave you some made-up history 
called the 1619 Project. And that's where they want our black asses to begin as people until they can remove us. Because they hate black people more than any other people on the planet. That's a fact. Okay? So that's the reality. Okay? And it's not my opinion. Stuff that I've read in most, I shouldn't say most, but in many cases come from Jewish writers themselves in this country. And now they got skull and bone. Well, I'll give you one guess how or what skull and bones are actually going to represent in the future with all these lesbians and homosexuals. I can see them now. You want some skull or you want some bones? Mm -hmm. Taking the pictures down out of skull and bones and they go on in the article to show that when some of these people who were picketing and protesting the legacy of Skull and Bones, uh, when they were, in fact, invited, I'm talking about there's a a black uh, tranny, uh, not just in Skull and Bones, but in other secret societies uh, at Yale. All right? And you don't have to ask, well, who in the hell controls the, the university system? Well, you look at the people who set up uh, the space where the money comes in, people who have endowments, okay? And that's when you find out a whole lot. And that's when we found out who was behind all the hell that's being raised and all that LGBT shit I'm stuck and diversity, equity, inclusion, and all that crap, because that's what it is. It has no legitimate way to stand. Klaus Schwab and and his boys are going to wipe all of that out, and I ask it to go along with it if we ain't careful. And if you think they won't do it, go back and tell me who shut down the whole damn world with some fake virus that they knew. Now we know because we got the documentation. Okay. We had the documentation when it was happening because ain't nothing they're telling you today that we didn't already tell you. Go back and listen to the videos or the audio right here on Truth to Power. Okay? So there's no way in hell these Negro politicians can possibly not know about all this other stuff that's going on right next to them with the Democratic Party using the exact phrases that Klaus Schwab uses. One of the more infamous is Build Back Better. Okay. Oh, one other Skull and Bone Skull and Bones member has his own now he's supposed to have be the equivalent of a cabinet secretary. I'm talking about John Kerry. Right, y'all remember him, Frankenstein? All right. He's in charge of what, Bear? 
He was, wasn't he the Secretary of State? About uh, four minutes, yes, under Obama. But now he's the so-called climate czar. Check this out. He has a staff, and no one knows who they are. But he supposedly worked for the government. He got his stiff walking ass right there at Davos right now. Because we told you, this ain't about no climate change. This is about sustainable development. Too many people and too few resources. Uh, if if some of y'all should happen to go to the mall uh, this weekend coming up, make sure that the mall has been swept for aliens before you go there. Huh. I just thought I'd throw that in there as a little levity. Yeah. <laughs> Man, a whole lot of people lying. A uh, uh, whole lot of police. I ain't never seen that many police respond to nothing. And that many police didn't respond to Kennedy getting his head blown off. Mm-hmm. So now they're telling me that all them police showed up at that mall because some young people was fighting each other, but I ain't seen... No evidence of no fighting, nothing. And ain't nobody else seen none. Hmm. I don't know what their experience was, but I know what mine was. So I don't need them to tell me about no extraterrestrial uh, uh, relevancy or irrelevancy. I don't need the government to tell me about that. Let me go back with Skull and Bones. Oh. Remember when we did this one, Bea? When we pointed out that there was an episode in 1968 of one of the worst television programs ever to come on called Batman? Oh, yeah. Uh, With his boyfriend, Robin. Robin. Mm -hmm. Holy booty, Batman. (laughs) Right? And they were talking about how his daddy... Bruce Wayne, not Bruce Wayne, the uh, Wayne Estate. They pointed out in that episode in 1968. You can Google it, family. Google uh, Skull and Bones in Batman episode. And we played that, and they pointed out when they was having one of these society, uh, high society parties that Bruce Wayne was reminded that his daddy was a founding member of Skull and Bones. Do you remember that, Bill? No, I remember us talking about it, yeah. The video is off the chain, 1968, okay? Uh, the CIA ain't 20 years old during that time. Founded by Skull and Bones, staffed by Skull and Bones. So now we know Batman was Skull and Bones. At least he had lineage from Skull and Bones. And he's a, what seems to be like a trillionaire before anybody else is a trillionaire. He owned a whole damn city called Goddamn City. <laughs> right? And he's yeah. running around in black leotards, all black, whooping people's so-called whooping the bad guys' asses 
But for whatever the reason, he could never find the super rich people that were right there with Wayne Enterprises, the real uh, system of white supremacy, right? He couldn't find none of them. He always found some nefarious dude like the Joker that want to put on a clown mask or some guy that want to laugh all the time and, you know, and that kind of thing. But he can't find them super filthy rich of trillionaire white boys that's all around Wayne Enterprise. So we say, damn, that looks like Obama. Batman. A white man and a black mask. And y'all thought he was black. And now he's trying to give you his version of Robin. Who is that, Bear? Who is his version of Robin? Holy Big Mike, Batman! You you don't you don't catch on to these things, Bear. You got to have like a a really morbid sense of humor. To his his sidekick, Robin, is Big Mike. Michelle Obama. Okay. That's all right, Bill. Don't don't worry about it. I'm on I'm I'm on delay. That's all right. Look, they gave you Batman. They kind of gave you Robin. Right. I guess Robin. I got you. Robin Robin was a closet homosexual. If you look at him, you can't tell if he's a man or a woman. Okay. They right there in goddamn city. P. Diddy couldn't have been too far away from him. <laughs> let me let me go back to this article, family. They say, but they're in the tomb surrounded blah 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 blah. They say they pulled the portraits down and replaced them with homemade signs criticizing the secret society's record of keeping people of color out of its ranks. They say, this was not the only act of Skull and Bones Rebellion in 2019. During an all-expense-paid trip to meet with George W. Bush, one or more members confronted the ex-president, who wrote in his 1999 autobiography, I joined Skull and Bones, a secret society, so secret I can't say anything more, and criticized him for leading America into the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, according to several people familiar with the trip. More recently, young graduate of Basilius, another of the ancient eight, Yale's most elite society, pressed to change the name of the society's nonprofit legal entity from the Colony Foundation, ain't that something? The Colony Foundation. Wonder why they named it that. Uh, on the grounds that it evoked slavery and colonialism. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. The Jewish people financed the slave trade. Ran the. Uh, 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 I'm running another blank. 
Uh, but you know if they financed the slave trade, and they did, because right, as the Jewish scholar said last week there, their claim to fame is trade, controlling trade. Okay? Uh, but these people somehow never get mentioned when it comes to slavery and colonialism. So if you're angry at Yale, the oldest college in the country, right, how is it that you ain't angry about the people that finance putting your ass in chains? There was a mix on the colonialism piece because Cristobal Colon, otherwise known as Christopher Columbus, was a Spanish Jew as well. Looking for what? Trade routes. All right? So, again, it's like ISIS can't find Jews in the Middle East. I'm just confused sometimes, Bear. Hmm. They go on here to say students in Elihu, a society named for Elihu Yale, also tried to re-Christen the organization over its namesake's ties to the slave trade. Secret societies have long been the purest distillation of what makes Yale Yale. They are famous for their mysterious rituals, their arcane symbols, and the imprint they've left on the broader culture. Skull and Bone shows up variously in The Great Gatsby. Uh, man, a lot of raunchy stuff in that movie, too, The Great Gatsby. All right. Uh, they say the 2013 version, Gossip Girl and The Simpsons. It's among the wealthiest, most exclusive and most well-connected groups at one of the wealthiest, most exclusive, well-connected universities in the country. Contemplating their own rarefied status, members of Yale's secret societies aren't entirely sure what to do with it. They face the question roiling America's elite campuses taken to its logical extreme, whether the modern social justice politics advanced by college students can coexist with the staggering selectivity and privilege that benefit those same students. Skull and Bones, the oldest of Yale's secret societies, was formed in 1832. The other groups, composed mainly of Bones rejects, followed soon after. The ancient eight Ancient eight family. No such thing as coincidence. This is the year of the eight. They being taken over. The ancient eight societies each own private buildings known as tombs, where members meet twice weekly for dinner, debates, and bios, a ritual 
members share their life histories. Membership is for seniors only. Every spring, the current members cap a group of Yale juniors to take their place the following fall. The clubs were originally intended to prepare Yale men for leadership beyond the university. At this, they found extraordinary success, producing a stream of C-suite executives, diplomats, and politicos. The reputation of society alumni as kingmakers and masters of the universe guaranteed that students would always be hungry to join until they weren't. In the 1960s, secret societies were criticized for elitism and discrimination. They faced pressure to disband. Instead, they adapted. Skull and Bones admitted its first black member in 1965. And in 1978, capped the head of Yale's recently founded Gay Student Organization in 1975. Okay. The pattern repeated two decades later. As the society feared they were becoming irrelevant by clinging to their all-male identity. In 1991, the Bonesmen tapped their first Bones woman. So I can hear the jokes now. Who's going to be bones in this woman? <laughs> or who? Alumni retaliated by changing the locks on the tomb when they let the woman in. I'll stop right there, family, unless there's other things that I need to definitely give you. I want you to pull up the article yourself. Because what they're going to say was they got a black member now of several Okay, but that many of these people were at the uh, apex of the protest of the secret societies at Yale until they became members. And once they became members, guess what happened, Bill? What happened? They, they began to push the same legacy as their predecessors. They got See what? They, they were happy to be members of Skull and Bone. Yeah, yeah. And this is what you see going on with black women in positions of political alleged power. So they think they have arrived. Yes. My job is to show you who the wizard is behind the curtain. Because I know you oh, recall, last week, mm-hmm. you played the video where, uh, uh, what video was that? Uh, now, I just lost my train of thought, Bill. I've been getting another quality of this And I just want to say, in 16 minutes, we will be going to the uh, telephone to open them up for any questions and and comments that you may have. And the number is 
1586 push number one. And also, Dr. Robert X GoFundMe, you can find it on the Truth to Power page. Please send a donation uh, for the research and the information that he's given us. It's very, very, really valuable. It's opening up our eyes here. So we're not sleepwalking. We, we're seeing things. And um, show your appreciation. Thank you, Sister Bev, and thank you again, family. Let me go back to this, Bev, because now this is some really interesting stuff. The, the okay. thing that I was trying to remember was the piece we played. God damn it. I, <laughs> I lost it again. <laughs> uh, I just had it. Man. Uh, It'll pop back in. Yeah, okay. Well, my job is to show you who's behind all of this, okay? And and why, or importantly, e- equally important is why you're being uh, inundated with this stuff to begin with. So you can see a consistent pattern of pedophilia from uh, the apex of their religious dogma, uh, which is the synagogue with the tunnels and, and child trafficking and all this kind of stuff. Uh, check this out. You can see the international flavor of it. Some of you may recall when Obama was the president, he went to Africa and tried to push it on them. And they told him to take his ass back to his country that they weren't having it. Since then, they passed some of the most stringent anti-LGBT laws on the planet. Okay? Why? Because they understand the importance of having a history and not have somebody else to write their history for them and tell them that you weren't even, you didn't even exist until 1619. Now, you want to get empowered? Read your history long before that. Okay? Because once that get in you and you know the potential that you really have, there's nothing that they can do to you to ever take that away from you. So if I wanted to denigrate you, I'd put a bunch of sissies and dykes in front of you and tell you to be like Mike as well. In the meantime, President of Canadian LGBT organization arrested on child sex abuse charges. You can't make this up, family. This is from Great Game India. Here's what they say. LGBT activist Sean Gravel, president of the Canadian LGBT organization Pride Society, has been arrested on child sex abuse charges. It appears that yet another activist who supports LGBT interaction with children has been observed engaging in much more than just community service. Prominent LGBT activist Gravel was arrested on several charges, including possessing and distributing child pornography and sexually exploiting a minor for sex. 
All the alleged incidents happened in or around Fort St. John, British Columbia, which is the northeast of Vancouver. The charges for child pornography happened on December 31st, 2023, while the charges for the for interference and exploitation were filed on December 29th, 2023. As soon as the North Peace Prize Society learned of Gravel's arrest, they promptly removed him from office as president. The group claimed in a Facebook page post that although they sponsored events for young people, Gravel's never had any direct contact with children. Okay? Sean Gravel oversaw Teen Pride Night that the National Peace Prize Society hosted at the Fort St. John Library. Prominent LGBT campaigners are increasingly being arrested for mistreating children. A well-known transgender activist named Kendall Stevens was detained in Philadelphia just one week prior to Gravel's arrest and accused of rape and two young boys. In the past year, a number of leftist activities holding prominent positions in the media have been detained or found guilty on charges of child sex abuse and pornography. These individuals include Slade Soma, the Children's Summer Camp, Camp Power, Co-Manager, and two senior producers from CNN and ABC. And as we keep pointing out, Bear, CNN is the home away from home for LGBT. You got most sissies up uh, there and dice at CNN than a north side bathhouse here in Chicago. That's why we mentioned that Vanderbilt boy earlier. And, of course, uh, uh, balls in the mouth. What's the black dude's name, Bear, that I can't stand? Uh, Lemon, Don Lemon. Yeah. Y'all know they just uh, fired him. He's a long-standing, a long-sitting or squatting or whatever he do on the toilet. He ain't standing up. Okay. Uh, them two dykes got him fired. So everywhere you turn, they're all over the place. All right? Uh, And black people got the nerve to take these people seriously. And it seems to me, Sister Bear family, I don't watch CNN or any of the rest of it for that matter, but when I do see them, Man, it seems like they can't find nothing but sissified black men. Yeah. You know what it is, man? And local news, too. And and, and I, it's on the local news, too. It, it, it's really terrible, man. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's like when Obama opened the closet up and let them all out and kept his ass in there. Why wouldn't he come out? You know? But I remember when they did that, all of a sudden they came with this new style. They were so happy to to be able to bring their ass out the closet. And they called them skinny jeans. 
Yeah. And I called it sissy wear. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, everywhere I look, I see particularly us, young black men, with skinny jeans on. And that's like the coming out uh, aware for the homosexuals. No, it ain't skinny jeans. It's sissy jeans. All right? Made to fit you so that homosexuals can look at you and whistle and whisper. Unlike baggy pants. Okay. That's what this stuff reminds me of. And I know people, well, it's just fashion, man. Okay, no problem. I'm just telling you what I've seen. All right? So you can see this thing is all over the place, and they're getting so bold, we don't have enough time for me to go into all of the uh, pedophiles, all right, because we ain't missing Disney. and It's just they're everywhere. Okay, and want me to legitimize them, and that ain't my job. You got to go to somebody else. Uh, go to one of these. Uh, if you live in Chicago, pick a ch- pick a black church. If you live in Atlanta, go to TD Jakes. Is TD Jakes in Atlanta now? Uh, I think so. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're all over the place. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it is absolutely amazing. Oh, somebody, somebody say he in Texas. Oh, is that what he is? Okay, well. Uh, better than, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable, man. Uh, somebody was just trying to call me. I wondered if they were trying to tell me I'm off the air or something. Anyway, uh, let, let me, uh, see if I can close out. Because I guess tomorrow, I was hoping I could get into this. Yeah, he's in Dallas. Okay. I was hoping I can get into this tonight. The town on murder, pedophilia, and idolatry. Okay. But we had to wait because uh, the day book started talking about this stuff and saying it's all right for you to play in little boys' butts and all this kind of stuff. Uh, uh, I'm going to suggest that uh, Usher. Um, Consider becoming Jewish. Well, maybe it's, he's too old for that now. <laughs> you know, he was one of uh, Puffet Daddy's uh, little boy. Turn out. Hip. Yeah. Yeah, it's just and, and I don't, I don't, I don't see how parents can send a child uh, in the music business and let under somebody else's care and not be right there with them. And even that? Beyonce, her daddy was with her and, and to a certain point, you know. Yeah. She still got turned out. Mm-hmm. Go yep. ahead. 
uh, how about sending your children to school and having them be turned out? Yeah, not that's definitely going on now. You see, so they ain't got to get to the point where they in the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. All you got to uh, send little Johnny uh, to school, public schools for three, four years, and by the time he's eight or nine years old, he's little James. Well, maybe this is the way that making people look at the school system, you know, that's under Rockefeller. That we, We're not supposed to be there anyway. Correct. No question about it. But we got to deal with the reality that we are there. Yeah, yeah. Definitely going on. And when politicians stand up to say we should not have pornography in the schools for uh, young children, and then these Democrats get up and start hollering and screaming and and try to blame somebody for book banning? Are you out of your damn mind? Because this is what the Democratic Party politicians, overwhelmingly, okay? And as we have to keep saying, there's some Republicans involved in it too. All right? Uh, and we don't say anything. Man, I don't know what's a higher calling than protecting your children. I don't know what comes higher than that while you're on this planet. Pedophile ring warned they face, quote, very substantial prison terms. This is Wiltshire. This is Wiltshire.co.uk, a child abuse ring who preyed on victims in a drug den have been warned they face very substantial jail terms for extraordinary depravity. Three children were abused in 2012 and 2019 in a Glasgow drug den where heroin and crack cocaine were used. Okay. Uh, They named the names of the people that say they were convicted of a string of charges, including gang rape of a child. Then they got this one woman, Marianne Gallagher, 38, was found guilty of assaulting a child. She was bailed and her sentence deferred until January 6, 2025. Four of the accused were all convicted of attempting to murder a child by pushing her into a microwave and trapping her in other places. Mm. I can't go no further with this one, okay? Y'all get the general idea of what I'm talking about here. This is not a local thing, okay? You can't talk about what's going on on that border and leave out child trafficking being run by the the cartels, specifically the Sinaloa cartel. Well, what's so interesting about Sinaloa? Well, it came out in court right here in Chicago that the Sinaloa cartel was being run by the CIA and the DEA. What? The CIA still involved in trafficking children? Uh, Didn't they just protect uh, Tyrone Bigham, a.k.a. Joe Mm. Biden? Biden? Yeah. Is he a pedophile? 
Yeah, right in your face. They live and live in color. Yeah. Don't they? Didn't the FBI? Didn't the FBI get a, a Biden's daughter's diary back for her? Didn't the diary uh, have uh, document uh, documented evidence in there where her daddy was having sex with her in the shower? I'm just checking. Don't the CIA know of all the times that this dude has attempted, I'm talking Joe Biden, not Bill Clinton. How many times this dude uh, has been accused of of uh, uh, sexual molesting women in his office? In 2020, there were eight documented cases of women that came forward and pointed the finger at Joe Biden. And then they started receiving death threats. And only one of them. She had to leave the country. She now lives in Russia. So what are we talking about here? We're talking about either very stupid or very compromised black women basically giving up their spiritual energy in 2024 to this nasty, filth-laden group of people. That's the metaphysical finality of what is supposed to be perpetual, never-ending, infinity, more accurately, black feminine, infinity. You claim you the first, but if we don't get our house in order from a spiritual perspective, you won't have to be the last to leave. You will be the first to leave. Okay. I think we might be out of time, huh, Bear? We'll have to pick this yes. up tomorrow. Okay. I'm going to the telephone line. Uh, let's see who's in line here. Okay. Mike, your line is open. Hotel, Bev, and Hotel Rob. Hotel. Hotel. Didn't you just call me, man? I, I meant to uh, message you that that was Dallas with uh, TD Snakes. Oh, okay. But, but I accidentally called you. But uh, speaking of black women, Everywhere you look in social media, you see black women pointing at their ass. Look at my ass. See how big my ass is. It's, it's literally all over the damn place. That can't be no accident. And these black women that, that's, you know, look at my ass. I think, you know, that's, they're saying this is where my brains are located because they don't have any. And uh, our young brother that used to run into the projects with us, Rod, uh, told me the other day, Cornelius. Oh, okay, yeah. Told me the other day that he has been jabbed three times. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing that somebody could be around us that long and be that susceptible to propaganda. Yeah, I said it before, Mike, on the radio program. When he told me that, I couldn't believe it. 
it's, it's absolutely amazing, man. Uh, well, one thing for sure, Mike, if he's still paying any attention, because he's been around us for decades, uh, there's no way in hell he don't know about all the ramifications that come with getting the, that venom put in you. Well, if that's the case, Rob, then he's even more disturbed than I thought, because if you know all of the ramifications and you still allow them to inject you, then that really says that your level of disturbance is immeasurable. Well, uh, being disturbed is a virtue today. That's what uh, what I've been talking about all night here with these who are absolutely 199% disturbed. You, you and get no awesome. argument. You get no argument. And I'll close with this. You were, I think the last thing you said was something about our children and being exposed. You find white people absolutely losing their minds when they find out that their children are being introduced to that shit. Yep. Black people, black people quiet as a mouse. Nothing coming out of the black community. The only thing coming out of the black community is Donald Trump a racist. Donald Trump a racist. That's it. And they're destroying our babies. And I then black women. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no go I'm going to close with this. Black women flushing 500,000 of our babies down the goddamn toilet. And they're talking about some queens. You know, you're not no goddamn queens. Yeah, that's propaganda, man. No, that's not propaganda, Rob. No, no, no. I'm talking propaganda. about I'm talking about black women being misled, buying into the propaganda. Because let me ask you, Mike, how many black women in the past two years do you know, just two years, have had an abortion? I don't know any offhand personally, but I do know women who have had multiple abortions, Rob. Yeah, so do Multiple. I. Over the years. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, oh, no question about it. My point is, they bought into the Democratic Party propaganda because that's where that comes from, specifically. Okay? And I'm going to say well, this again. You okay. look at the people that's behind the abortion meal, the next question should be why are these Zionists so behind abortion? Well, it's simple, because they're eugenicists. No question. But I can't buy that because black women are being fed propaganda, that that is um, enough influence for them to take the life of their child. I, I can't buy that. No, there, I has think to that... Be level, there has to be some level of uh, uh, character flaw you to take your child's life. I don't give a well, damn about the propaganda. I, I get what you're saying, Mike. All I'm saying is consider it from their particular point of view. They ain't never had no abortion. Okay? Consider that they were doing the things that they were supposed to be doing in terms of uh, 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 pregnancy prevention. And it happened anyway. But it happens a lot more than what we want to give it credit for. Okay. Well, again, Rob, I don't buy into that either. If you're an adult woman, that's, you know that you're having 
uh, we're not necessarily talking adult women. We're talking well, young girls. No, well, you know what? Oh, uh, it, 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 you know what? You know what may be a surprise to you, Rob, is that what? most of these abortions that we're talking about are not yeah. young girls. They're mostly women that can afford to have them. Not yet. Okay. Young girls are half babies. Oh, okay. Again, consider other factors that may uh, play a part, including the social engineering factors. It's not as simple. And this that one subject, man, we could do a whole show on that. Okay, maybe you should. It ain't just laying down and getting pregnant. That's simple, but there are a lot of other factors involved in it. I'm not sitting here condoning abortions. I wish it's just my own personal opinion that they were illegal. Period. Well, they are. In some states now. Well, they've been like that all the time. Uh, But, uh, man, I lost my train of thought. I'm just saying that that's a whole, that's a big old subject, man. And they don't want people having babies, period. Well, that's particularly us. And they make it they don't want to have baby lists. Yeah, they make it profitable for you not to have babies. And they'll penalize your ass to death. For having them, okay? Because you, okay, well, uh, you literally, you well, literally become slave. Okay, well, I'm, 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 I'm gonna leave it at that by saying this: that uh, this is another area where we're just gonna have to agree to disagree, and yeah. let somebody else I'll hotel have a good evening. All right, some comments, okay. Mike. Better love. Right. Better love. Yeah, that that maybe we should just have a show and call it abortion and take a look at. Uh, some of the things that are wrapped around abortion, one of the major things being population control. Mm-hmm. Propagandizing the hell out of these women. They're giving them all kind of things uh, over the years that we've researched to make sure that they don't have no babies. Now, they may have uh, three titties growing on their back as a result of taking some of these things, okay, like Depo-Provera that they say it caused cancer, and then they put it back on the market. Or the, what was it, the app, uh, RU486 and them six capsules that they put in the women's arms, and man, it's, man, and what what did they come out with the men? Viagra. Yeah. And now I got a family member that have fibroids. And they they uh, medicine to control the fibroids is to take birth control pills. Bear, I've done the research on this <laughs> stuff when they introduced that stuff into the black community uh, because black women couldn't afford them. They gave them to them free while white women had to pay for it. Right mm-hmm. here in Chicago, I remember like it was yesterday. They set up medical wagons all over the damn fire lane in the project. I was living in the project at the time as a young boy. They set them up and yeah. gave them that. And next thing you know, uh, within three, four years, black women started having children that were born deformed and all this kind of stuff. And it was all based on the birth control pills and some of the other uh, uh, uh 
murder weapons that they were given to black women. I grew up in the project, so I can tell you that you rarely saw a handicapped child, all right, for the first six or seven years we were in the project. Rare, super rare. Then all of a sudden, like out of nowhere, the 60s passed and the 70s came in, and the next thing you know, handicapped children being born all over the damn place. Down syndrome. What's the other one that all the, or almost every family has an autistic child now? Okay? Yeah. Again, there are a lot of factors, man, a whole bunch of factors that are involved uh, in women having abortions. Okay. Uh, is there a lacking in self-discipline? I think there's a lacking in self-discipline on both the part of males and females, black. That's why I keep saying Fannie Willis just got caught with her ass in the ass. So-called highly educated attorney. But there's some stupid stuff. And if she was a Democrat, I mean, if she was a Republican, the Democrats be locking her ass up right now. I'm just telling you how they play it. All right? Because that means that them Jews will be on her ass. All right? And they don't play around. You saw them locking people up for what Hunter Biden did, being in contempt of court. All you had to do as a Republican was not accept his opinion. And they picked your ass up in the middle of the street, walking down the street. They did it to prominent members of Trump's team. Again, that's one of those things that ain't that ain't so black and white to me. Okay. Oh wow, Doctor X just deprived. Let me let me uh, see if I can. He just dropped his line. Drop. Let me see if I can add him back on. Hold on. They told me somehow that my minutes were. We're done. Mm. Okay, I'm I'm gonna open the line up here. Oh, okay, we still on? Yeah, we still on. Okay, good, good. Okay, let me see where am I at here? Oh, okay, Tugmo. Can you hear him? Yes, we can. Better love. What's going on, y'all? Man, um. Um, few things here, man. Um, you talk about Usher and Puffy, but if you remember before Puffy, there was um Quincy and he had that dude Tevin Campbell. Yeah. And I always thought their relationship was a little weird. You know what I'm yep. saying? And uh, if you recall, just a few years ago, Usher had a bunch of uh, women coming out saying he gave them herpes. And uh, he had to pay like $20 million 
And his defense was, you know, they should have known unprotected sex, its consequences. So he didn't deny it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. but, um, man, what a turn, yeah, man. That is somebody you, man. That's low yeah, down, he's man. Just like fans, I guess he was, you know, messing with. Um, the tunnels, <laughs> tunnels is nothing new in New York City, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but they're right. usually built by professionals. Uh, but what, what what that report you played, that's what struck out to me. No investigation. Yeah. I mean, this is the supposedly the, the, the blue chip police force in the whole world right here. They investigate everything. They don't turn, they'll turn every rock. In. But uh, this one, they just wanted to pour some rocks on top of it. You know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah. Even if they had an investigation, what they would have said was the synagogue will have an internal investigation on these tunnels. Or they would have said the investigation would have been done by the Shaman Society. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, look at my ethics. Huh? <laughs> Find you some business, in other words. Yeah, S H O M R I N, man. Look them up, man. They, I don't know if they got them in um, Chicago too, but they in New York. Um, these just think like no. F- yeah, that's the Jewish police force. They call it the, the Shomrin Society. S H O M R I N Society. They got they part of NYPD, but they're the Jewish branch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't you can't be in there unless you got on a small hat or a soccer. You know what I mean? You can't get in there. If you're a Hebrew Israelite, don't even try it. You know what I mean? But um, I was, what struck me also was there was no fire inspection. Like the fire department didn't have to go and look at this and see. You know what I'm saying? Huh? That's the structure of the building. The foundation. Yeah, that's what I'm, like uh or even the department of buildings, right? Like they don't you know, public works or something, like I'm surprised no one went out there to make sure that the the building isn't gonna cave in, even if they do cement it, you know what I'm saying? It's just like let's hide the evidence right off the bat. You know what I'm saying? So something's right, something's wrong there. Yeah. Um but it doesn't surprise me in Davos because, man, the U.N., when they have General Assembly, I tell you, man, the holes are everywhere, man. And I'm, and if you what? spot them instantly, these are like models and vixens. They're barely yeah, we, dressed. That's how you know. Huh? Yeah, we ain't talking about hood rats, right? No, nah, no. Nah, these is, these is, if they charge them 2500 an hour, these, they looked the par, you know what I'm saying? And um, yeah. even it, it's mostly a lot of white girls, of course. But even when you see a sister, she is very upscale. You know, short mini skirt, high heels, whole memorabilia, nice jewelry on. They not coming like, you know what I'm saying, some hood rat chicks. You know what I mean? These ain't no crackheads. You know, they yeah, need the hood, the, hood, the hood suits, you know what I mean? 
Oh, but um, breast milk like carnation milk, huh? I ain't gonna say that, but uh, oh, <laughs> uh, would you do? You can see they could get through the barricades, right? Because um, see, I when I worked on the east side by the UN, we hated when they had general assembly because they would just randomly shut down the sidewalk. You could be walking down the sidewalk, and all of a sudden. Somebody come and just pull a fence in front of you. Like, y'all can't walk any further down this. Y'all better go back the way you came and go there up the next block. You know what I'm saying? But they they come through. They just whisper something to the cop. cop slide, just like going to the club. You know what I'm saying? They come the bad chick up, <laughs> slide the door. You could go in. You know? <laughs> ain't no problem. You ain't got to pay. You ain't got to get searched. You know what I mean? It was just like, right. boop. And that's where, like, um... Let's just say a president of, I guess, any country, if their hotel is right there and they just pulled up and they're going into their hotel, they they barricade that block until they get into a secure location, I guess. You know what I'm saying? But they let them right in. You know what I'm saying? They ordered them already. Uh, but I could imagine in a little place like Davos, yeah, that's, that's, not, that's not easy to, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they don't got that many hoes. In Davos, in the, man, they, it ain't like New York. They're holding the meetings in the mountains, and they saying basically yeah. that this is this may be our last shot. We better do whatever we're gonna do right now and get it done. Yeah, okay? if Trump gets in, it's over for them. Yep, that's what they said. Um, See, you know that you and I had this conversation about these two groups of Jews. Remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. His faction, and then you got that Zionist, that that Democratic Party faction, and they have been fighting each other since Obama. So it wasn't yeah. new. It was just that for the first but, time under Obama, we were able to see it. It was out in the open. They was openly feuding with each other. Yeah, but the last week you played um, a clip and it had a Jewish guy who was telling Alex Jones, like, man, listen, I'm one yeah. of them. I grew up in this. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you how it is. So he, he said in that um, clip that um, um, we don't all get along in Israel. It's different types of Jews. We don't all get along. We... You don't see it because you just look at us as one group. But yep. inside of our group, there's different factions that don't get along. And he wasn't catching it. He wasn't catching it. Um, yeah. um, Alice Jones is not a dummy. He knows. See, I know that means that he's got some Jewish stuff close to him. I don't know if it's family or what. They say his wife. I thought I heard somebody his say wife. his wife. Well, it could be oh. the wife. I don't know. I don't know that for sure. I've okay. heard. But man, he just he goes and has and has fits when you mention uh, mm-hmm. that this thing by the Jews, and you can sit there and you can point out all the different areas where they running it, and he'll say the Saxby Ghost. Well, wait a minute, them people you know. They changed their names because that's what they do. But when they were in uh, Germany, they were German Jews. Mm-hmm. Okay? 
So, don't, man, don't be trying to make these people into be something that fits what it is that you want to put out there. Just tell all the truth. But for whatever reason, he will not do it. He'll run straight to the ADL and Southern Poverty Law Center. Mm-hmm. The last thing I was going to say, Doc, was um, you was talking about the billionaires buying all the land and uh, monitoring speech. Yes. <clears throat> and that's all part of um, universal basic income. Yeah. You know, uh, they're gonna pay you. They're gonna pay us for the land, but it's gonna be in these little small monthly, you know, what I'm saying payments, which also you only get if you're saying what they want you to say. You can't be online um, saying what you want to say anymore, or they'll cut your universal basic income off. So it, it serves when, both purposes. When they upgrade them algorithms, brother, with the AI upgrade, if you think about saying something that th- the, them algorithms don't want you to say, you immediately gone. <laughs> yes, that's why it's important to um to talk in code. You know, when, when you're on public platforms, because you can say it. They know how to do it when they talk about us. You know what I'm right. saying? Because I was in a room, and I was in a room, and they was uh, just a bunch of white white supremacists in this room, and they were mm-hmm. talking about black cats. They were talking about black people, but they caught they kept calling us biafrians, biafrians. I heard that. And I had to look it up. I had to look it up, and it was a part of Africa, yeah, uh, part yeah. of Ghana, or something that don't exist. Biafra. There was a major war between the Biafrans and somebody else about three or four decades ago. Yeah, they they, they was talking about those people, but they was every time they were saying those people, they were talking about us. You see what I'm right. saying? So I was like, I was catching it. Like, oh, okay. So here they having this whole conversation talking about black people in the worst way. And the algorithm won't pick up that they talking about any specific group because they're not going to figure out what a biafrin is, you know what I'm saying? But they all know. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to talk in code on these platforms so that way we won't get picked up by these algorithms. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. And I'll mute myself. Thank y'all. I got a, I got one even better for him, Bear. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna stay off social media. Do, do. Say what? Say that again. You I, just, up. I just stay off of social media, which oh. is what I've done, mm-hmm. and I don't feel like I'm missing nothing. <laughs> to be quite honest, I've okay. never. I've never depended on it for anything, so unless you consider this, I guess this is a form of social media. Yeah. But they're Uh, not monitoring it the way they do that other stuff. Go ahead. I know. Yeah, uh, 7738. No, I can't talk shit, too. I ain't on that shit. I ain't on Twitter, none of that shit. Now... I'm I'm not you know what you said some very interesting earlier about YouTube. I'm at the point of deleting my YouTube stuff. Me because too. 
really, unfortunately, it could be used in the right way to be educational, but now it's turned to this whole gossip um, yep. scandal thing, manosphere bullshit. That's all what's on yep. there now. Yep. It's a lot and of unfortunately, some of the young people and some of the elder people are all hooked up into that shit. You know, it's, it's, yep. it's, it's, it's propaganda. Man, look, Derek, I went to one video that was sent to me with Shannon Sharp, and apparently Shannon Sharp is in the, the Domino Sugar Bag, too. Yeah. Okay? Because uh, uh, he hanging out with this homosexual that's his best friend. And they going to basketball games, all this. Anyway, go ahead, Derek. I, I don't even, look, they've they been inundating me with Puff Daddy. Uh, just, man, there's just so many of them. You almost can't avoid. I, one of them came on accidentally, and that's how I found this one that I, I think I played a little bit earlier for a few seconds. I didn't go look for that. It came up automatically. And well, I was at the room. It's interesting you have mentioned him because, like, um, I don't know if you – I think I sent it – I don't know if I sent it to you earlier today. The owner, James Dolan, the owner of the New York Knicks, now he got – he's caught up in a federal lawsuit involving Harvey Weinstein trafficking a woman. And what's interesting, now you're seeing that all this stuff is coming out. Like I said, you see a lot of it on YouTube. That's all well and good. Yeah, it's coming out. But at the end of the fucking day, excuse my language, who's going to jail? I ain't seen nobody go. Pay the women out of court, whatever, if it happened or not happened, but who's going to jail besides Weinstein and R. Kelly? Uh, it's the only person I can think of is Jislaine Maxwell. That's it. Right. But forgot about her, Jislaine Maxwell. But that that's it. You know? That's it. Everybody um, else got to get out of jail free cut. Look, man, if they ain't locked up Hunter, Hunter Biden, they got his laptop with all them young girls on there. They know right. he was trafficking That he was trafficking women. They have video recordings. All kind of stuff, man. Look, the FBI and the CIA has been involved in this stuff all the time. Yeah. And, you know, he's um, he's on investigation now in California for tax evasion. But, I mean, at this point, ain't that going to happen to him. They're going to give him a slap on the wrist, and he's going to go about his business. That's right. No doubt about it. One other thing, Derek, uh, as usual, I'm watching one thing, and then all of a sudden feeds, when I get to watching that, feeds come from other places. And I clicked on one, and it was talking about, supposedly, Jeffrey Epstein and his little black book. Derek, the propaganda is so tough, man. Every photo that they had. Had a picture of him and Donald Trump in it. Every wow. photo, not one. There was one, one photograph with Bill Clinton, and Bill Clinton had a suite 
on Pedophile Island. Mm-hmm. He was there so much. One picture. So it was obvious, and they tried to do it early on, that they were trying to connect Orange Man to the pedophilia. Right. One little white but girl. Exactly. Exactly. It's the it's the opposite, you know. Absolutely. And um and what's what's interesting now as far as here in Tennessee, they're for Trump getting back in office. So that that regardless of what's going on in Memphis and Nashville, it's a, it, it's a, it's a, it's a it's a done deal. The the Tennessee is Trump. Now, going back to the conversation you Mike was er, having earlier about um the abortion thing, at the end of the day, if the women are getting them, getting them on purpose, or another thing that's been going on, being exposed now in terms of women are also losing their kids, their babies, because of them goddamn shots. Now, I ain't been around you that long, but just let you know, I ain't took none of them damn shots. But yep. women are losing kids, too, after they took, they took those vaccinations. Remember, we but, pointed out there that mm-hmm. it basically it it basically uh, houses itself in the male and female genitalia. Yeah, it's 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 <laughs> all it's a it's a it's a virus within the virus with itself just wait, waiting to come out. These kids are still constantly having these heart attacks and you know, chest pains and all this stuff. But like I said, the mainstream media is not talking about it. There, there are two things that define the times, as far as I'm concerned, that we're living in right now, in death. Mm. That's what defines these times that we're in. Sex and death. See, that's why, again, the children are being inundated with sex. Why right. would you not expect them to have the generous, it? You want to call it right, right, yes. So if these young girls are coming up pregnant, okay, and uh, I don't know what the percentages are, but, man, you can't have as much sex as these young kids out here having. If I dare anybody to turn on Netflix and watch it for a day. Okay? I'm talking full frontal nudity, male and female. On you Netflix. can say the same thing. Netflix, Paramount, uh, Amazon Prime, all that, all that, these damn streaming apps. Uh the children are being inundated with the stuff. It's yeah. normal once the hormones kick in. Man, you'd have to you'd have to be like a kick on the ass of your child to keep them uh, under wraps. Because yeah. by the time nine, ten years old, man, these kids are exposed to stuff that we never even dreamed of, and it's coming from the schools. I would just, I would just get that pretty, pretty. I mean, oh wow, wow. 
That's a whole, you could do a whole show on him and his family with, within within itself. Tell me about it. I mean, so, and he's just one of many. Many. Okay? So I don't know how abortion or pregnancies would not be all over the place with uh, with a bunch of these young girls. That's always been the case because they're not going to be as responsible. And I'm not saying all adult females are responsible. Right. I'm just saying right. logically they're not going to be as responsible as some adult females. So I expect the abortions to go up because I have to ask myself, if that was my 11-year-old daughter, 12-year-old daughter pregnant, what would I do? Mm-hmm. That's a hell of a question. You have to ask yourself. Exactly. One more thing before you go to the next caller, Beb. Um, Hollywood is getting their ass kicked, getting their ass handed to them. The more they push the DEI within the movies in terms of Disney, Marvel, Lucasfilms, and all that, nobody's going – every movie now – that's been coming out within the past year, maybe longer than that. It's flopping. Yep. We reading the same and story. It's a good number of people now that's starting to wake up. It was like, as long as you continue to put that diversity, equity, and inclusion bullshit in these films, we're not going to see them. Yep. And Marvel's getting their ass handed to them right now. Every TV show they've been putting out uh, on um, Disney+, Plus, every movie – Bombed. Same thing with DC and Warner Brothers. Yep. And it should, because the public is saying through their behavior that they're not going to participate in it. That's not difficult uh-huh. to figure out. I don't know if you ever um, watched Doctor Who growing up. They even they even messed that up too. Um, Somehow Disney has got a hold of it now, and you know with Doctor Who, he was an interdimensional time traveler. Now the, this new one they got is a black dude. They turned to he he he's basically a hot pocket. Um, the Christmas special they did on that I can't even watch the whole thing. They basically got him wearing a skirt now, um, dancing at rave parties. I cut the shit off, man. I I can't even watch this no more, brother. There. When I watched this video about Puff Daddy and all of the people that were named, okay, that this dude has been raping, drugging them, raping them, his wives and beating them up, yeah, man, listen, killing them, they ought to lock his ass up under the jail. It's a long time coming. He's had the death of Tupac. He's been fingered in that. Uh, and just so many other people that went to prison for him. Everybody on died, y'all. Think about that. Every person, every he had on that bad boy label either died or they went to prison or they're, they're not even in the music industry no more. Yeah. Yeah, or they faces are messed up. <laughs> yeah. 
Damn. And the thing, I, but see now, I'm going to try, but see now, I got a little different angle with that too. And I think another reason why his name has been put out there now because, see, he's he's irrelevant in the music business now. Like he really was from the beginning, but now it's like he's irrelevant. Yeah. You know, um, look at all the people he had on his label. Uh, Biggie, Biggie's wife, Faith Evans, Total, Carl Thomas, G-Dep, Loon, um, Craig Mack, Shine. Where are all these people at now? Wow, I didn't think about all of them, Derek, but I tell you, man, I could never stand that dude, all right? (laughs) I mean, when I would see him sissying around in the in the uh, videos, right? The only time I would mention that dude was with that uh, that video hypnotized, where it was basically mimicking what had happened to Princess Di and uh, Dodi Fayed, and how that move that that video from hypnotized basically dramatized. The assassination, they claim by the paparazzi of Diana. It was just in reverse. The paparazzi was chasing them, Biggie and and, uh, Puffy Daddy. Okay? Uh, But that's the only other time, man, that I really recall even talking about this dude because he was such a P-word, man. I... You know, I remember yeah. seeing him on the, on BET after Tupac was murdered, and you could see he was scared, boo-boo-less. Okay? I mean, the dude, it's like he would have did anything to keep the host from asking him about the death of Tupac. Yeah. And, then and, and it's funny you, you had mentioned Usher earlier. You know he's supposed to be supposed to be performing at this next Super Bowl. I forgot all about that. I don't know anything about that dude other than I heard his name. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that as a thirteen or fourteen year old he was living with Puff Daddy. Yeah. I I had no I've heard the name, but I'm not familiar with him. Because I just got turned off from the whole music scene when it, everything began to be sex and booties, and like Mike was talking about earlier. You know, everybody got a big old booty, and they're all talking about sex. Now, man, I've heard some songs, brother, playing in people's cars. Just the little bit that I heard coming from the car make my ears hurt. It's low vibrational music. Brother, it's as raunchy, and, and it's obvious that these are young young kids, 17, 18, that's making this music, but it's all about sex, 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 sex. That's why I say, I don't know how young people can stand it because it's everywhere in their culture. The whole culture is sex, 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 sex. They don't even do the drug thing no more. It's just all sex. Yeah. 
because uh, the the cartels and everybody else, this is what they pushing. Back in the day, they was pushing the drugs. Mm-hmm. Now the sex trafficking and the ch- and the child abuse, all of that's going on. That that's what they pushing now. They making big money off of that. Yeah, Bev, you know I mentioned this what a year, a couple of years ago. Yeah, about how I was shocked. Mm-hmm. Hearing some of the stuff that even the black female rappers are out here, man, and that's before I even heard of Cardi B and mm-hmm. these balls. Yeah. I had never heard of these people. And man, I started listening to this stuff, and next thing you know, it's some wop. <laughs> you just don't have a brain in your head. You can't come up with nothing else. And here's the deal. You think that's bad until the next one come out. It's nastier than the previous one. Mm-hmm. So they went yep. from her to sexy red, right? Yeah, ice spice, you know? sexy red. I mean, the list goes on and on. I don't. I, I can't. Li- I don't listen to the shit. But man, you would, Derek. How are they able to get away with producing this stuff? Because most of us are the ones who are doing it, black people. Old Testament. Yeah, we know, man. But why ain't there some outcry against it? We talk against it here. It don't mean I'm anti-hip-hop. You played all hip-hop at the beginning of the program. Right. So I'm not anti-hip-hop. I'm anti this garbage that they have superimposed over hip-hop. Remember, hip-hop is primarily supposed to be dealing with metaphors. Right. Uh, And it's metaphysical. Okay? The Bible is written in metaphors, and it's metaphysical. Metaphysical, yes, yes. So... I'm equating both of them, and to me, uh, together, and to me, it's like Cain and Abel. Well, what the hell happened to him? Tupac and Biggie is what happened to him. Cain and Abel is what happened to him. And ever since then, man, it's been straight degeneracy. So, I don't know, man. All I know is I can't listen to it, man. I can't listen to it. And I'm a look, next week I'll be seventy years old, man. Oh, okay. Wow. I didn't think I'd make Happy it. birthday. Yeah, well that's next week, man. Yeah. Okay. I didn't think I'd two months ago, I didn't think I was gonna be here. And look at me now. <laughs> I'm so regenerated, I can have one on my teeth. You ain't so, going there, man. Man, listen. Uh, it's just really, if you care about your people, man, it, it this kind of stuff can really get you down because it's really unnecessary, and it speaks to the mentality of a group of people that would denigrate themselves and then complain about other people denigrating them. Right. 
I, I don't get that either. Why are you complaining about other people killing you or disrespecting you when we kill ourselves and disrespect each other in much larger numbers, much, much larger? So I don't understand that, okay? I'm coming from a different era, and I'm not saying it was absolute. It wasn't. I've been kicking ass all my life. I feel like I'm related to Jesse Jackson. I've been kicking his ass for so long. Hmm. I literally feel like we joined it, well, maybe not at the hip, but it's certainly at the ankle because I've been kicking his ass so much. So, I mean, that's I'm just about, a part. I don't know if I told you this, but you know I'm about, where I'm standing at now, I'm about 10 minutes away from the Lorraine Hotel. I've been down here about eight or nine months, and I've only been to that Lorraine Hotel once, and I couldn't go in. I just stood there and looked outside. I just felt this weird, creepy feeling about that place. I couldn't go in because you know it's a it's they have it. It's a tourist attraction now. Um, mm-hmm. so basically, all the cars that were there the the day he was assassinated, they're still right there. And all the hotel, they got it all preserved and everything, but I can't go in. I can't go in there. I can't do it. I, I think you did. I, I'm going to be honest, man. I, I, I didn't even know yesterday was Martin King's birthday. Yeah. I had mm-hmm. And that's how disconnected I am from the propaganda that's associated with him. Again, it's another flip-flop. I hear Republicans talking about Martin King and the things and quoting him and all this kind of stuff, and the Democrats running away from him. <laughs> it's, it's just mind-blowing, man. That's all I right. mean, you see in the sports now, especially with the NBA, like I think a couple, like a week and a half ago, because, like I said, I wasn't thinking of really thinking about the holiday need, but here come the Chicago Bulls trotting out with Martin Luther King warm-up shirts. That's better, huh? Oh, yeah? Yeah? Well, let me tell you something, man. Personally, it's just my opinion. I think that the NBA should die a quick death. It's the worst sport. I think there's... Football is bad, okay? But, man, the not NBA is Because their ratings are good. People, people are not watching the NBA no more. Trust me it's on garbage. that. It's garbage. Look, yeah, I, everybody know I dislike the Lakers, man. I, I can't have it, okay? Right. Lakers, Celtics, don't like uh, damn near any of it. But it's really bad today. The Lakers got this little white boy who's slow as molasses. Austin Reed. Thank you. Can't play the defense. Man, can't guard anything, anybody, anywhere. Okay? You got LeBron, can't guard anything, anybody, anywhere. (laughs) And he just turned 39 years old. Because he's a, he's a narcissist, man. That's why he 
has to proclaim himself as the so-called GOAT. Man, let me tell you something, man. The people who claim to be the GOAT are people who make plays that you just have to scratch your head. Yeah. Okay? There's two people I've seen, but maybe three, um, before he got hurt. You only got a small sample size of him. And that was Tiny Archibald, Nick Archibald. Okay. Okay? Little bitty dude, but maybe you you might even put Calvin Murphy in there. Little mm-hmm. bitty dude who, man, there's no way Calvin Murphy should have been in the NBA for all the years he was in there. And that guy couldn't, if he put on, if he stood on a, a dressel, he couldn't be six feet tall. But he was so damn athletic and could shoot and dribble, it just was impossible to guard that little dude. Same with Tiny Archibald. And he was left-handed. Okay? But there's two mm-hmm. other people that stand out head and shoulders in terms of talent and creativity. And everybody know I couldn't stand Michael Jordan. Right. Okay? All the stuff they gave this dude, all right? He was already yeah. the best player. You had to give him all these privileges. He's just like anybody else. What do the what do the goat mean? The greatest of all time. Okay. G O A T. Okay. And, let me uh, say this because we probably ain't got that much time now. I'm, I'm gonna try to speed it no, up a little bit. Adam Adam, okay. Adam Silver, NBA commissioner, University of Chicago alumni. He did an interview not too long ago with uh, Kevin Garnett. He used to play with Minnesota and Boston. He said out yep. of his own mouth that he didn't like the 90s era of basketball because it was too physical. And he was saying, like, people like Stephen Curry didn't have a chance to really compete because of being so physical. But then when he said that, that's when it dawned on me, you're seeing all these changes in the league now in terms of the teams. All they're doing now is shooting three-pointers, shooting three-pointers, and the the real – so-called centers of physical dominant big men, they're being erased out the game. So basically, he wants all the teams now to play like the Golden State Warriors. No defense, don't guard. Look, the other guy I was talking about that I didn't mention was Kobe Bryant. So Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant were two most ball players I've ever seen. Okay. Yes. Uh, LeBron James is highly athletic. He's a, a freak of nature in terms of his size. If Michael Jordan was six nine and two six uh two sixty two seventy, he'd still be playing right now. Okay. Uh, LeBron James is a bully on the court because he yeah. he never had to move. His creativity with the ball was never there. I've seen Kobe Bryant do impossible stuff. Yeah. Impossible. All right? And nobody else did it. That's how you know that these two cats were exceptional because they did things that nobody else did. Couldn't do them. All right? LeBron James, dominant player. 
but he's no way by any stretch of the imagination the greatest basketball player of all time. But see, that goes back to social media propaganda. He That's he's only had the label because of social media. If a what if social media didn't exist, LeBron James wouldn't exist. He's part of the wokey. Yes. That's what it is. So he pushes their agenda. Disney and ABC and BlackRock. That's right. No difference, okay? And here's the bad part. He don't know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> he proclaims himself an intellectual with no intellectual capabilities at all. I defy anybody to go get me anything he's ever said that even hinders on intellectualism. Well, we're down to our few seconds here. And uh, thank you. Uh, Sorry for talking about all this. You know, I'm supposed to be talking about this. Stuff. Well, that's okay. That's, that needs to be addressed, too. So we uh, look forward to uh, finishing out tomorrow. Absolutely. And uh, thank you, uh, Derek, and thank you, uh, family, and thank you, Dr. Robert X. Appreciate you and your family. Derek and Hotel family, see you tomorrow night. Better okay, love. better
All my people you got, got, got to push on Down the stream full of broken dreams They call it main, but it's really just a scheme To get you on lock when no one can hear you scream Most steps said it best, it's a better built cell block Where they put you to death if you don't sell hot records But see, we changing that too Big business hip-hop, we aiming at you If they putting out garbage, don't buy it Remember one stone took down the giant Have faith like David and Goliath Avoid the bias to keep your mind pious Get a grip Get it straight, or else you let it slip and you never elevate right now. There's no time to waste, put your best foot forward and try to keep pace, push on. All my people you got, got, got to push on. My man Nack, you got, got, got to push on. The SPs, you got, got, got to push on. On and on and on and on. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.